PVP. It's time to PVP. Welcome into the show. I am. I am, in fact, having a lot of fun with Territory Capture. Good afternoon. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And boy, what a show we have planned for you today. All kinds of great information for you. All right. We got some teaching. We got some strategy. We've got some, uh uh-oh, I did what? We're going to fix it. You guys can learn from our mistakes, all right? Because we've done been there. We did it. And we done messed up. All right, folks. Let's hit our server sound off, find out who is hanging out with us, who's ready to get their learn on. Welcome in all across the galaxy. Hey, what's up, John Bonjani, server 36. Kukar, server 17, appreciate you being here. Hey, Starbase, server 8, Saltrix on 36. What's up, Jayberg on 32. Welcome to the show. Jerry Ryan on 146, Indy Dandy on 31, Death on 15. What's up, server 15? Lieutenant Razik, Infinite Key on server 9, appreciate you being here. Boaz on the Remus server, server 14, Zakara on server 136, Lord Neelix. Hey, what's up, buddy? Welcome back, buddy, on server 15, Lady Kess. My dear, my queen, welcome to the show. Hey, Rodifer on server 17, appreciate it. Commander Taylor on 192. Thank God, home and recovering well, folks. My goodness gracious, your command uh, can't can't even t- uh, dude i am in so i'm in so much shock about your medical condition it blows my mind commander taylor at home and recovering we'll tell you a little bit about that crystal ghost welcome server 132 shogun on eight morath on 15 baggy trousers server 160 maztec on 32 steven zarin woo-hoo, welcome in 129 hey jester server 15 cons rebels and hi i bombed you also on 15 15 representing today with wicked witch welcome to the show hey swagger on server 20 royal power on 36 jet ski on 37 trap lord Server 10, Milo, 157, Blue Mandalorian joining us on Server 8, Devil's Advocate on 20, Deuces Wild on Server 17, Hudson on 146, Chala, hey, what's up, Server 15, welcome to the show, Karkin, (laughs) Karkin says, not in 15 anymore, woke up in the mirror universe, hey, what's up, Karkin, welcome in, hey, Splatsu, Server 13, appreciate you being here, Skywarp, Server 32, and all the way from Aldafra Air Force Base, in the United Arab Emirates. Thank you, Skywarp, for your service. And appreciate you tuning in live all the way across the globe. Comic on 143. Welcome into the show, Meows, on server 27. Ow. I just ripped my headphones off my head and it ripped off my ear. Pretty sure that happened. Hey, Dragons on server 52. Welcome into the show. 52. That's a new server. That's a, a very new server. Appreciate you being here and plugging in. Welcome in, everybody. Your mics are potted up. My name is Ultimate DJs and I am your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys being here and uh, lots of good stuff to chit chat about today. Lots of stuff to talk about. Unfortunately, I do believe I am, in fact, missing my right-hand man, uh, Gregor, because it's very early. It's only 11.30 out on the, on the West Coast where he is. Um, so uh, pretty early out there for him. And no, actually, it's only two hours now, right? Is it only two hours now because of the time change? I think it's only two. Maybe Snake Eyes sent him a, sent him a quick message. Maybe he just didn't get... It is still 11. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, Gregor is, uh, is not here with us just yet. And Big Country... Uh, is uh, said that he was going to be here as long as we did the show early, um, but uh, he uh, is not here. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, see, no, his time didn't change. Uh, Gregor's didn't because he is in that sliver of the world where time doesn't change. Yes, uh, that's right. His time didn't change, so I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I, I don't know how it plays. I don't know how it plays out. 
Um, yeah, Arizona doesn't. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Anyway, welcome in, guys. Appreciate you guys all being here. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. And, uh, of course, we're going to begin with everybody's favorite segment. What happened? Oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> Let's begin uh, by checking in, as we always do, all across the, uh, the world, live from the Talking Trek studios. It's time for the news. Stupid, Stupid News! 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 It is time news! for the News! 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the news. Let's see what's actually going on across the world. President Trump is said to be exploring the idea of launching a, dis- a digital subscription channel to compete with Fox News, everybody. Fox News was actually pretty nervous about it until they thought about how things went with Trump stakes, Trump wines, Trump airlines, Trump Taj Mahal, Trump Plaza, Trump University, and Trump Marina. Listen, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to pick on the president. I'm not, but... Do you know how hard it is to bankrupt all those businesses? Like, seriously! (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) That's terrible. I'm not sure what the most astounding achievement is. Trump bankrupting multiple casinos or George W. Bush getting a DUI in 1974. Do you you know how plastered you had to be to get a DUI in 1974? Like, the cop would pull your car out of the lake, start it up, and be like, okay, take the back roads from here, son. Okay, like in 1974, it was a different day. Okay, just saying. Uh, folks, a Reuters poll found that 80% of United States voters think that Joe Biden has won the election, while 3% think that President Trump has actually won. The other 17% of voters couldn't respond because they're dead. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a jab at both sides. Jab at both sides. At this point, really truthfully, I, at this point, I don't even think Trump thinks that he actually won. I think he just likes making the media mad. He's just doing that thing where, like, you keep your finger an inch from someone's face and be like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. That's what Trump's doing to the media right now. I'm not touching you. I'm not conceding. Uh, An Argentinian cyclist was briefly hospitalized after falling off his bicycle and landing in a cactus. Everybody, he's suing the city because he hit a massive pothole that forced him to fly into the cactus, but the city's lawyers are saying that he was planting evidence. (laughs) Uh, A photo of a snake eel. Ooh, this one's gross, guys. A photo of a snake eel bursting out of a bird's stomach as it flew in midair has gone viral. Has anybody seen this overly disgusting video? Uh, Yeah, I feel like it was a warning to the rest of us about the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. Please do not burst your stomach. That would be be my message to you. That's Ultimate DJ's safety tip for Thanksgiving. Has nothing to do with frying turkeys. Has nothing to do with, you know, oil burners. Just, you know, don't explode. That would be my, that would be my hint. Cleveland Indians pitcher Shane Bieber uh, unanimously won the American League Cy Young Award on Wednesday. We're only covering it now because I hear people asking if he's related to Justin Bieber. The answer is no. Shane is a pitcher who has incredible control, so he never goes high and outside, whereas Bieber is high and outside all the time. Uh, Shane uses the Rosen bag to get a grip on the ball. Justin just snorts it. They're two totally different people. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, Folks, the CDC is suggesting that Americans who do host Thanksgiving this year should serve the meal outside to avoid mingling in close confines indoors, of course, all right? You know, because 
They don't want you to do anything unhealthy while you eat the 12,000 calorie meal that you've prepared. All right. We want everybody to be safe. At this point, the most dangerous thing that they want you doing on Thanksgiving is betting on the Cowboys. All right. That's a thing. A new study found that restaurants, gyms, hotels, and churches, ladies and gentlemen, account for over 80% of the country's coronavirus cases, the other 20% coming from the White House. On the plus side, though, (laughs) on the plus side, it is now technically healthy to quit going to the gym. Uh, Finally, folks. Oh, no, not finally. I got got a a couple more. Uh, Let's see. A drunk woman took off her pants on a flight from Florida to Texas and threw a punch at a flight attendant before the plane was eventually diverted to Alabama. Crazy story, but I mean, seriously, how long has it been since we heard about Tara Reid in the news? I'm just kind of glad to see her back. The woman, was <laughs> the woman was taken off the plane in a t-shirt and a thong. They thought she'd keep on fighting, but she didn't want to be exposed as an instigator. Uh, Star Wars fans are in the news. Upset that Baby Yoda, listen, spoiler alert, For the next 60 seconds, if you haven't seen the latest Mandalorian, lower your volume. Star Wars fans are upset that Baby Yoda, in his first vicious, terrible act, ate the eggs of an alien character that had just given birth during the last episode of The Mandalorian. We haven't seen Star Wars fans this disappointed since prom night. Baby... (laughs) Oh, two weeks ago. All right, good. Baby Yoda was supposed to be transporting the eggs, but he stole them and ate them, to which spokespeople for the show simply commented, what's wrong with poached eggs? (laughs) Poached. Get it? Finally, here you go, Wicked Witch, your last one of the day. A super fan of the movie Alien has created a $13,000 replica of the spaceship inside his apartment in Spain. He used up all the money he saved from never going on dates. And for more for more insight into this story, let's interview the actual super fan of the movie, community manager from Scopely Panic. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it being here. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't Panic. I, it would have been super funny. I really, I really wish. That would have been fantastic. All right, everybody. Yeah, that's your stupid news. Welcome. Appreciate you guys being here. See, that wasn't that bad. That was only like five and a half minutes, which we did pretty good on stupid news today. Uh, yeah, so uh, appreciate you guys being here. Yeah, <laughs> some stupid news today. Hey, what's up, big country? Welcome to the show. We thought we thought that uh, that you were you were going to bail on us because you told me you told me, hey, listen, we got to get the show over and done with before 430. Right. That was what you said. And I said, OK. You know what? For 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 you, <laughs> yeah. sure. I'll come in. I'll try to get the show started early. Was I ready? No. Was the stupid news excellent today? As always. Okay. Yes. Thank you. As always. But uh, yeah, and I had to rush everything because big country wanted to be able to go and watch the Steelers. All right. Wants to go and watch the Steelers today. Uh, folks, before we get to uh, the National Football League and talking about football, we got a lot of stuff to talk about ourselves, including uh, a five-yard penalty, big country, for false start. Yep, five yards penalty, half the distance to the goal. Time to back it on up. Yesterday, we had our first major rollout technical failure of the entire arc. Now, I say major, okay? I say major because, listen, we, uh, the same thing, big, that I was worried about from the very beginning has, in fact, presented itself, right? We told you guys that we were stressed out. We were worried. We, we were 
we were cautiously optimistic, but what was the one thing we said that we were going to see iterate itself unless Scopely had just done a complete 180 on the tech side and we said lag, right? Lag was the thing. And that is presenting itself, Scopely. Lag is is killing an otherwise amazing, amazing expansion. I can't tell you, Big, how many players have reached out to me talking about how this has breathed new life into their server, how this expansion, how this mechanic has totally changed the game for them. It, it's brought people back to the game. It, it's um, This expansion, as I, as I accurately predicted <laughs> with my crystal ball, uh, accurately predicted that this expansion mechanic-wise, design-wise, was, was absolutely phenomenal absolutely phenomenal pvp is abounding pvp is flourishing and moreover it's healthy and good pvp the the pvp amongst the players is 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 sporty like there's good sportsmanship there's there's handshakes and and butt smacks at the end of a takeover like it, it's going well i think big but the one thing that the that the community is fighting against is not each other Right? We're not fighting against each other. We're fighting against lag. Uh, and we have sent you know, some videos and things like that up. I, I will say this. The lag that we have experienced, the lag that we have experienced does seem to come into play when multiple alliances are turning a territory capture field into a civil war field. Um, it, I, I've noticed that when there was two alliances that have come into play, they're actually not doing too bad. But when one alliance brings two of its allies and another alliance brings three of its allies, when I say in the form of alliances, when you get four, five, six alliances in there, it's it's choking down. Uh, let me ask you guys, your mics are potted up. Let me ask you all, uh, regarding lag, where have you seen the break point? Because this actually is a really good metric because we're not talking about all players from the entire galaxy. We're actually able to measure this. I have found that with just one or two, I mean, well, one or two, I say two alliances competing, I'm not seeing a lot of lag, okay? I'm not seeing a lot of lag uh, if, if it's just Alliance A versus Alliance B. I think I'm seeing it more when people are bringing in other alliances to come in and play, or even if you're not bringing in other alliances, if other alliances are coming in to, to PvP. That's where I'm seeing it. Uh, Arian's saying the same thing. Two seems just fine. Uh, Sotak says we just had seven alliances in the last capture event, and it was horrible. Uh, Dark Lord says we've done ones with four alliances and no issues. Where are you guys seeing it? Um, let's see. PBR says a two versus two alliance and was relatively smooth on blue stacks. Some guys on mobile were complaining. Don't forget, that makes complete sense, PBR, because mobile users may potentially be on a, on a less... Uh, robust internet connection, okay? Because lag, listen, at the end of the day, lag is um, lag is problems in communication, whether it's on your side or on the server side or both, okay? So it, it may not be 100% your fault. It could also be on Scopely's end, but still faster connections are going are gonna to perform better. Lieutenant Razik says three and a half major alliances and uh, everything was rubber banding. And, and of course, he brought he throws in that key word, major alliances. And if the major alliances were playing, then they probably had 50, 60 players show up. So you're talking right there, 180 to 200 players, probably multiple ships. OK, I have actually found one alliance out there who told me they tried to take over a system and could literally not get ships in the system. The system was legit full. 
All right. And they said that there were probably six or seven alliances coming at them. How, I mean, how many players does it take for seven alliances to fill up a system? I mean, we've always, we've often speculated that that number, because Scopely has never confirmed it, we've speculated that that number is probably in the three to 400 range as far as ships go. Maybe 500. Don't, don't really know, but, you know, seven alliances, they filled a system, couldn't get in. Shinjo says the same thing, couldn't port my disco in. All right. So, uh, you know, here's the thing, folks. I, I am not going to discourage this. As a matter of fact, Big was actually talking to me about this earlier today. I am on record. I am on record saying that I believe uh, two things should be happening with territories. And, and I'm going to reiterate what I said because I don't want to be made into, a, uh, into you know, saying something I didn't say. I said that I hope that servers don't over-politicize uh the 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 pvp zones okay i i said you know go in and have some fun this is the pvp zone that everybody who wanted pvp even the pveers wanted the pvpers to go into a zone right they wanted to shuffle us off they wanted to segregate us into our section of the game well that's what this is all right so i i hope that a lot of servers are not over politicizing this and and from what i'm hearing a lot of servers are not a lot of you guys are actually really enjoying and letting this be the PvP system that it was always intended to be. All right. Uh, the second thing that I said was, I do foresee alliances joining other alliances and coming in to help shape the map. All right. Uh, guys, think about this big. All right. I look at this like a, uh, like a, a Star Trek Fleet Command version of the Hunger Games. Okay, honest to God, this is exactly what I had in my mind. Even as we were chatting this morning, this is what I have in my mind. It's the Hunger Games, okay? You got, you got 15 or 20 alliances, whatever, okay, on your server. They're all coming in, jockeying for position, trying to find the services and stuff that they can win that's going to help them. You know, listen, you know, uh, District 12 was not going to have as good of a fighter as District 1. They weren't going to get as good of weapons as District 1, you know, if you're taking the Hunger Games reference, okay? So, so certain alliances know that they're going to have to compete differently in order to be successful, yet, as proof positive in the Hunger Games, the smallest alliance can be victorious, okay? And that's totally, by the way, totally possible here. 1,000% possible. So you've got different alliances, but inside the Hunger Games, okay, during the games, you've got alliances. You've got temporary things that are, that are you know, moving and jockeying around to, you know, not only use the, your, your alliance allies, but eventually potentially take advantage of those alliance allies because there can only be one, right? We can only, there can only be one. Tequila says we already have our five territories, so we're bored. We're now pirates for hire. Okay, let me ask you, Tequila, you've got five territories. Now, let me just ask a couple of questions. Let me ask a couple of questions. Do you, in fact, have two tier three systems? Or you just have one? Waiting on your answer. You have only one. Then why are you stopping? Tequila, if you've got five territories... Why, and you only have one tier three, why are you stopping? All right, you're saving up cores. Okay, well, then you're not done. Okay, you're not done because you've got moves that you need to make. Let me ask you, Tequila. Let's talk about an upcoming mechanic that has not yet completely revealed itself in the game. Do you have territories 
of all, uh, well, of, uh, of the three different groups of species. Okay? Because you need to be looking at that, and we're going to talk about this today. Okay? We're going to talk about this today. Um, th- folks, there are different species in the game. Let's talk a little bit about this, because this is something that a lot of alliances have missed. Even on my own server, I feel like alliances have missed this. Okay? Let's go into your research tree just for a second, if you don't care. Um, and I want to uh, demonstrate a couple of things. There's some research that is going to take three different types of particles. All right, three different types of particles, um, and they are called, I'm going to read them to you right now, you've got the uh, quantum particle, and here, I'm, I'm actually going to throw up some screenshots here real quick, uh, Snake Eyes, if you don't care to, uh, to help me out in, in sorting these in the, uh, into the graphic rooms. you got the phantom particle, um, and, oops, close, and we've also got the Surax particle, okay? Uh, now, there are, uh, some, there are some other particles. We're going to get to these in a minute. There's prime particles. There's metrion particles. Uh, we're going to come back to this. But I want to talk about these three here today. They have not yet uh, iterated themselves into the game, right? They have not yet become um, available in the game. And... Um, where did they... I didn't get them uploaded. Okay, something happened here. Let me let me try this real quick. I'm going to try to put them up, uh, Snake Eyes, and we'll see if it actually goes. I don't know if it's going to go or not. All right. Um, there we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. There they go. Okay, all three showing up in the graphics room, folks. These are the particles we're talking about. Phantom, Serax, and Quantum. All right. Read the descriptions here with me. Let's look at a Phantom Particle. Phantom Particle is a reward... For isogen mining events, now don't get twisted on this, we haven't had the event yet, okay, because I know a lot of people have been asking me about these particles. Isogen mining event in a Tholian or a Breen zone. Now folks, this is what this means. This means that phantom particles are able to be picked up in either Tholian or Breen zones. Okay, so what you need to do is you need to look on the map and you need to figure out if there is an opportunity for you to have more than uh, it, to have a Tholian or a Breen zone. Then take a look at the Serax particles that requires a Bolian or a Trill zone and then the quantum particles, Sulaban or Corvalin. Okay, now you don't need to have all six. Okay, you don't need to have all six, but you do need to look at it in such a way that you figure out that you can have one of each pair. Oh man, Starbase, better get out the chalkboard again. Yes, a lot of alliances have missed this, folks. Starbase uh, asked his question, will the species change? No. No, folks, the services are the only things changing. The contents, like what you're mining in the systems, they are not changing. The particles, they're not changing. Okay, um, none of that is happening. Okay, the this is so much planning involved that you got to be able to do it. Okay, you got to you, you got to be able to plan it out so that your five territories or whatever it is that your alliance can own is not only containing you know a couple of tier threes if you can do it. All right, and some of you listen. In all fairness, some alliances will never control a tier three system, and that's okay. All right. Some alliances will only be able to control one tier three system, and that's okay. Some servers have a powerful alliance that can probably hold two. But guess what? That's all they can actually 
hold. There's no combination of systems on the entire map that allow any one alliance to control three tier three zones. And that is what is so beautiful, so magnificent, so minute, folks. Okay? <laughs> so minute that it is often overlooked in the community. All right? This map was so beautifully drawn. And I know that you guys maybe agree or, or disagree, okay? But, but this map was so intricately thought out, and, and it's very complex. It's extremely complex. You got to own a one to get a two. You got to own a two to get a three. How do I tie two threes together so that I can minimize the ones and the twos and still be able to connect the threes? But, oh, you're not done. You also need to control at least one Tholian or Breen, at least one Trill or Bolian, and at least one Suliban or Corvalon. At least those are paired up. Okay. Wow. Tequila map. Uh, Tequila has already thought about this. Take a look at that map, guys, and maybe Snake Eyes, grab that, okay? He has actually drawn on the territory capture map and says there are only uh, three. Oh, so you're not even doing species. You did it to, um, to get two tier three systems. Is that what you said you did? You drew a map. Dang on it. Hang on, Tequila. You look at your first map. Your first map. That's right. That is the ways to get two tier three territories. Uh, and then his second image right here uh, is the. Um, OK, the second image right there are all the species. OK, and and you can see even the species are kind of split up. You got a Bolian Surax area. You got a Breen and Phantom area. Got Tholian and Phantom. OK, these are split up. So there are ways, folks, for you to get the ultimate goal, which in my mind, all right, and big, I don't know how you feel about it, but my mind, um, Snake Eyes says that's not true. If you have a three that has a warp path to a one, you can take a three. What, what are you saying, Snake Eyes? I don't, I don't understand your comment. All right. Are you saying that, that there is a possibility? You have to have a two to take a three. You just have to have a continuous warp path. Are you a thousand percent sure about that? Yes. You can skip a you two. Have, you can skip a two if there's a continuous warp path. I'll be damned. Okay, see? Learning something. Learning stuff here on the Talking Trek podcast. <clears throat> Trap Lord agrees. He says that is actually accurate. All right. Um, the Bear says that also sounds right. So, okay. And again, this comes into which territories do I want to keep? Which territories do I have to start with? All right. Which territories will I ultimately have to abandon? Okay, which uh, which territories am I ultimately going to have to abandon to keep the path? And folks, th this is why I'm saying there's no right way to play this map. Um, Captain Bull described this as a chessboard. It totally is, and and a chessboard with multiple players. Right? This is like this is like team chess. All right. If anyone has ever played this, I hated team chess. All right. This is where you got to take a turn. Uh, and then your opponent got to take a turn, but then your teammate got to take a turn for your team, but you couldn't have any influence on it. And it's, it's kind of like that, but nonetheless, all right, you've got 10, 12, 15 alliances on the board making their moves. And when it's not your turn, you know what? A better description would be spades or hearts. Anybody play anybody or canasta, anybody play an old card game where there's like six, eight, eight people sitting at the table and somebody lays a card that you could use, but there's nothing you can do about it. Cause it ain't your turn. <laughs> okay yeah risk snake eyes says i like spades all right i play spades all the time i'm old i know i play spades all the time if somebody lays a card i want 
All right. Uh, or somebody, uh, and Rummy is another one. Rummy is one I play a lot. If somebody lays a card I want, I can't get around to get it. If, it. if it ain't my turn, and by the time it is my turn, now the rules for me to get that card have changed. I can't just pick up the top card. If I pick up three cards, I got to play the bottom card. You see what I'm saying? The rules shift as the game goes on. All right, depending on the placement of the of the players and the placement of the cards. And guys, this is no different. This is, you know, I, I'm giving Scopely a lot of credit here, but this is one of the most well thought out expansions that we have ever received. And I will go one step further and say that I feel like um, a great number of people in the community are actually really liking it. I'm going to throw this into the graphics room, all right? And thank you um, for the player who submitted a couple of these screenshots from their Alliance chat. Uh, or sorry, not Alliance chat. This is their Galaxy chat. Galaxy chat, folks, uh, folks which is typically very toxic, right? I know on my server, I, I tend to stay out of Galaxy chat. I don't like going to Galaxy chat that, that much. But uh, take a look at some of these images from all the different Alliance tags that are smacking each other on the butt right here. Good game. Good fight. Good stuff. Scopely got this one right. Well, except for the money part, which <laughs> we can argue about. All right, we can talk about the money part because there's things about this that I don't like. Um, but this expansion, damn, Okay, this expansion overall in its mechanics are amazing. All right. And it creates PvP that people are getting excited about. All right. A lot of people are excited about being able to play in this area. And and from what I have heard, a great number of of servers are actually treating this as P true PvP territory. Okay. True PvP territory. Like no rules. All right. Everything goes except for the miners. So they are still on my server, for example, we're still protecting undercargo miners. All right. If you're if you're not zero and you're not overcargo, then that miner is safe. But there's a, almost every alliance is. Yeah. Like you say, tequila, enter at your own risk. OK, enter at your own risk. No fly zone. OK, uh, come in. All warships. Fair game. Active, idle or otherwise. If I see a blue triangle that is not a mining symbol, it dies. All right. I'm mentioning Tequila because he, he's contributing a lot here. I've got all these maps. The, all these maps came from Tequila. It's good stuff. Kirk says, what if you hate PvP? Great, Kirk. Th that's completely okay. If you hate PvP, then this expansion is not for you. Okay? And, and that is perfectly fine. It does not require your participation to play. All right? Further, if you have an alliance that is somewhat enjoying this, you are reaping the benefits of your alliance's work without having to do anything. If you're a miner, if you're a miner, then you can still go mine. You can help your alliance with the mining stuff. Guys, this, um, this particular expansion uh, kind of reminds me a lot of designations uh, let, let's take another game, for example. Not that I'm drawing correlations, but but let's take a look at Eve uh, Eve Echoes. All right, in Eve Echoes, one of the biggest uh, things about that game from the very beginning is you don't have to PvP. You can go be a miner. The Alliance needs miners. You could be a, a builder, all right, or a researcher. The Alliance needs those. You can go out and PvP and scavenge for the materials and bring them home for us to work on. Okay, uh, so you can do that. You don't have to mine. You don't have to be an industrialist, but you can go out and kill people and bring home the stuff that we need for you to work on. All right. Now, Kirk says, what if you want to mine alone? Uh, I mean, I guess you still can. Are you saying that you don't want to be in an alliance? Is that what you're saying? 
Or are you in an alliance and you don't want to mine around other ships? I, I, I don't know what you're saying. All right? Because if you're wanting to mine Isogen, then uh, presumably you have an alliance. If you don't have an alliance, then why would you mine Isogen? Because without an alliance, you're not going to do jack in this expansion. This expansion is all about alliance teamwork okay, and alliance team play. If you don't have an alliance, there is nothing you can do with this expansion. So go, go sit in Federation space somewhere and mine the heck out of some gas. All right. Um, but if you, if you do want to mine the Isogen, then wait for your alliance to take over a territory, move in there, and mine the Isogen. Because most servers, listen, from what I have seen, most service, uh, most uh, servers are not making this a, a, a sweep all miners kind of thing. Nobody's camping systems that I'm aware of. If you guys have, you know, if you guys have seen any examples of that, I'm, I'm curious to see it, but I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing that, that people understand that mining is a necessary part of this expansion. But I tell you, a lot of people who traditionally hate mining are not, um, as toured up about this particular mechanic. And, and I think, I think it's because there is a ton of overcargo and there are armadas out there where you can get this stuff without having to mine. Guys, I haven't mined oxygen since day one. I am not kidding you. I have mined nothing in this territory. Uh, and, and, and I, by the way, have done all of my pulls every single day except for day one. On day one, I could not get enough three-star isogen because the only way that I could get it was from Armadas, of course, on day one. We didn't have a tier two territory yet. So that was the only day I missed was my tier three refinery on day one. On day two, I got it. Okay? On day two, I got it. Patron St. Nick says, we're sweeping miners of hostile alliances. Well, of course. If you're at war, then so be it. Okay? If you're at war, if they got a target, you can still you can still go do that. All right? What I'm saying is, I think a lot of alliances and a lot of servers have have kind of looked at this. You know, yeah, if, if servers are at war, go sweep their miners. I, I understand that. But, but that's not across the board. Okay, that's not across the board. A lot of people are not are not doing it, and you can still get the isogen because for whatever reason, I don't understand it, but I, I don't get it. My own alliance included. <laughs> we're we're going over cargo like crazy. Why? Why are people not paying attention to their miners? All right, people are going over cargo like crazy. It's not just my team; it's all across the board. I'm picking up thirty and forty and fifty thousand isogen at a time off a single miner. The big node says Phoenix, the higher speeds probably, that's contributing. But yeah, I'm I, again, folks, hear me when I say I haven't mined anything since day one. And Kirk, to your point, if you need to mine or if you choose to mine, you can still do so. You don't have to, but you still can. If you choose not to participate in this expansion, that's completely fine, but you still can in a capacity where you want to. And if you don't want to, then then you don't have to. All right. <clears throat> Infinite Key says we're killing everything. Are you really, Key? You're not letting anybody mine in there? Shame on you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, I don't care one way or another. All right. Again, like I said, I don't need to mine, so I haven't been I haven't been using it for mining. I've been doing the armadas and taking it from other people. All right. But uh, anyway, Kirk, I don't know if I answered your question or not. All right. But hopefully, hopefully you can find a way to enjoy this. All right. Uh, ooh, ooh. I don't know about that. Kirk says close the territory when taken. Uh, no, sir. No, 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 no. Th that, that eliminates the PVP. This is a PVP zone. 
At its core, Kirk, remember, this is about PvP. You can participate if you don't like PvP, all right? But you don't have to. Just like I can participate in Latin Mining Monday, but I don't have to, all right? But I can, but I don't have to, all right? So, um, you know, there you go. This game is all about choice. You can participate if you want to, but you don't have to, all right? Uh, now, I do want to uh, take one second and answer questions about this map. If anybody has questions about these particles, all right, uh, in the description, it specifically says, because we haven't seen them yet in the game, all right, uh, we haven't seen isogen mining events uh, coming up in the game yet, although presumably that's going to start very soon. We need the particles, right? We need the particles. Uh, so that's presumably going to start here soon. Unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of detail on that, but I will tell you, folks, you need to look at the map because if you want all three sets of these particles, then you're going to have to make sure you own these species worth of space. If you do not, all right, and by the way, even in a zone, as looking at Tequila's map a few minutes ago, if you're mining in the wrong system, maybe you own a Tholian, uh, a Tholian Breen zone, but if the Tholian system has Dilithium, and the Breen system has isogen, and you're getting a an isogen mining event, and you need um, phantom particles, you might be in trouble. You see what I'm saying? He might be tough. Lego Nerd says, when will prime particles be available for, uh, or will the prime particles ever be available for free to play? Uh, per the Scopely developers on the public Discord, they're saying yes. Uh, don't hold your breath on this anytime soon. Lego. Okay. I mean, and when I say anytime soon, I, in my head, am thinking six months conservatively. Listen, they're not going to offer primes that people can earn for free after a month. Okay. I, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think that that's going to happen. All right. Uh, eventually, just like the long path of maxing a three-star ship, maxing a three-star ship, and then scrapping it for the four-star prime that you can use, you know, you can do that, but that's an that's a very very long process. Now let's talk about a little bit of feedback. I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing one major consistent piece of feedback, Scopely. One major consistent piece of feedback uh, to which I agree. Okay, I personally love the fog of war. I love the fog of war in these systems. All right, if they're not controlled or if you're going into somebody else's, I love the fog of war. I think that adds a huge piece of strategy. It adds a huge piece of gameplay, a little bit of luck. All right, some good response times and some good PvP. I'm good with that. However, I agree with Haven. I agree with Big Country. I agree with Svenen. I agree with Lego Nerd. I agree with Tequila Max, Snake Guys, The Bear, Eid, Mac, and Ares when I say we probably should not have Fog of War on our own territory. Okay? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Big says it's the entire chat room. Folks, I, uh, I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, that was on... It didn't make my feedback. It did not make my feedback report on day one. Okay, it didn't because obviously nobody owned anything yet. Uh, it is on my feedback report for this week because I, I've seen that. I've heard a lot of people talking about that. Fog of War should not be in place on your in, in your own in your own territory. I mean, if you have a ship in that system, you can see, but you technically do at least by the narrative. Scopely, we own an embassy in that system in the center of the system is the sun and at the center you know right next to that is our embassy building we've got an an, an embassy 
by your narrative, there is an alliance building in space. Uh, we should, it, it, I don't know how you do it. Honestly, don't know. Yeah, and guys, maybe they didn't do it because it's not possible. Who knows? I, I don't know what's possible and not when it comes to their tech. Um, but Fog of War, if you could eliminate that for your own systems, that would be huge. That, that I think, aside from lag, that, I think, is the one mechanical or design change that the community's pretty united behind is, hey, we shouldn't have Fog of War on our own systems. And, and I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. So, um, Blokemon says, yeah, we don't have it now because it was pretty much a cut and paste of Dark Space. And I, I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you in any way, shape, or form, Blokemon. I think you're exactly right, which is why it's not different than what it would be anywhere else. I just don't know. I don't know how easy that would be because it, it, think about it. Right now, the way it sits right now, you would have to hard code a ship. You'd have to hard code a ship into the system if you wanted to play by the, the coding right now. So, so technically, could the embassy be a ship? And, I, and, and again, I don't know the answer to that. From a, from a technical, mechanical-wise, I don't know the answer to that. But I would love to see that correct. I'd love to see dark space lifted for your own territories. All right. <clears throat> so uh, let's, let's continue on here. I also wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to uh, have a, a quick, and by the way, if anybody has questions, you guys are pretty active in the chat, but if you got questions, speak up and, uh, and let's talk about that a little bit too, because I do want to uh, get some people in voice. Hopefully voice is working uh, nice and well, and you guys are welcome to come in and, uh, and offer your insight or your comments into what you've seen with territory so far. Big, um, you and I have talked, and uh, let, let's um, let's let's see if we can jumpstart the community's conversation here today. Big, um, how has your alliance been treating um, agreements or arrangements or PvP or miners? What are you what, what are you guys doing in territory space? Um, no, it's it's uh, wide open, except so, for um, undercargo ships. Undercargo miners, sorry. Undercargo, Undercargo miners. miners. <clears throat> yeah, everything else. If it's uh, if it's a blue ship, it's it's allowed to be hit. Doesn't matter where it is. So basically, your territory is a no-fly zone. What what if I fly into yeah. your system? If I fly into your system with with a miner, you're more than welcome to come in. You're you're gonna walk <clears throat> in and limp out. <laughs> that's good that's good um let's see uh hey do we have uh do we have any jammed in here any jammed on the on the uh, podcast today what does your territory look like are people allowed to fly into your territory lady kess says yes people are allowed to fly into our territory uh limp out with both kneecaps taken out all right there, there you go all right <clears throat> so um, now PBR, PBR says, worry not, the whales will unite to ruin it for everyone with their ROE. PBR, let me ask you, let me ask you legitimately, and I'm not calling you out. I I'm curious to know your perspective on this PBR. What ROE do you think that the whales would enforce in territories that would ruin this expansion for you? All right. And I'm asking, I am asking genuinely, what is it about the ROE that you think could get ruined here? <clears throat> yes, the bear, I could have answered that, but I didn't want to, you know, it's not, I want, I want to hear it from other people out of other people's mouths. All right. Day trade says OPC hits are frowned upon. Ooh. Yeah. That wouldn't fly on my server. Is your, are your whale alliances enforcing no over cargo hits? No way. 
No way. Are you serious? Uh, Maztec says, oh, my God. Maztec says, we have people proposing no hits at all in territories. Don't. Maztec. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, My opinion will stay neutral here. My opinion stays neutral. I am not offering opinion pieces today. Maztec has players. I can tell you what we're doing. Please. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Who was that? Was that Aries? Go ahead, speak up, anybody. Uh, Infinite Key says our whales don't want any ROE. Uh, Maztec says they've got alliances proposing no hits. Well, how do you do no hits at all in territory space, Maztec? Are you talking about like no minor hits? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Splatsu says the same thing. The alliances who are controlling the four-star systems uh, are saying no hits. Oof. We DJ. we have a we have a zero hit on you. You can't hit zeros. You can hit OPC, but zero hits are pointless because if you're zero, you can't mine that mine anyway. So why hit it? You know, so Aries had a no zero hits, but we do OPC hits. Aries, that's actually a super genius idea. Now people are going to think I'm crazy about this. And by the way, I did not even think about this myself until yesterday. Until a player brought it up to me, guys. Why would you want? to hit zero nodes in territory space. Let's talk about this for just a moment. Why would you... Because and I want people to fill the nodes so that I can pirate them. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That that does make sense. There's two camps on this, Wham. There's two camps. One camp says if you leave it zero, their alliance can't get them off of it. All right, so they're not mining the currency that their alliance needs and potentially slowing down the refinery process the longer that an but alliance that has somebody hurts on them. That doesn't help us. It doesn't okay. help a pirate. It doesn't help your alliance, though. Okay. I mean, it just because just you're slowing them down a little bit, I mean, most people set... So you're assuming then that that team is going to do a lot of overcargo and aren't going to tend their miners. You're assuming... not tending them down with a zero. <laughs> I was going to say you're so <laughs> likelihood where it fills up. It's going to be. I'll say this, Haven. Let me ask you, there. Haven, on your server, are you that seeing much cargo? Smaller, smaller territories. We own five territories. We have one, two, and three star energy isogen. We don't have to worry about zeros really. I mean, you have enough mines for everybody. Okay. Don't worry about me killing. So, so uh, let me go back to Haven. Uh, Haven says that you assume that if if somebody is not on a zero that they won't go over cargo. I would tend to agree, Haven, that most of this game has it built into their heads not to go over cargo. Yet, uh, here we are. What day is it? What day of territory capture are we on? Are we on, let's see, it launched Tuesday. It's day three now. We launched Tuesday. Today's Sunday, so we're on day five, right? Day five. And Ultimate DJs has mined one of those five days. I have literally obtained 100% of necessary refines from overcargo. So even, and, and by the way, from alliances who know better, okay? And I mean, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I kind of agree with Wham is, uh, you know, in, in hindsight. You know, I, I, was, I was waffling on this, Wham, because you're right. If, if there's a zero, then the other alliance can't mine it. But... If they're zero, they're also not accumulating and filling that hole. That player, if he is zero, is obviously got his attention uh, diverted elsewhere, which means when he goes over cargo, it's possible his attention will be diverted elsewhere and allow me to come and pick it up. You know, so there, like I said, there's two so different for camps the, for on this. The teams, 
for the teams who have not yet captured a level two or a level three system, that's a legit way to get the resources they need to stockpile and be ready. Well, sure. I mean, hey, even when I only had a tier one system, I, w- I was still shopping cargo. You know, I, I wasn't, um, I like I said, I haven't mined. I just haven't because I, I don't like mining. I mean, that's no secret. I don't like it. You know, and that's why I think that this expansion offers something for everybody. Even like Kirk said a minute ago, I don't like PvP. I, I actually I went love just with mining. The tanks, they own three systems. They were all full, and uh, they had a lot of zeros, so I cleared them all out. I mean, they own three systems, so, so that's so an alliance that just has five miners per person. Go ahead with the. So first. you doing a service for them? Yeah. Well, no, because <laughs> I also got their OPL. So I, as soon as I cleared them out, they all filled up with active people because they were all sit there waiting. Because that's just bad alliance management. Well, it's not well, necessarily not- bad alliance management. It's just, I mean, listen, it is a leisure game at the end of the day. Folks, um, I, I let me share, share you this screenshot. I, I wasn't going to, but I am going to congratulate him publicly because I got, I got super hard whammied uh, yesterday. And let me see if I can even find the screenshot. D- does anybody have the screenshot that I sent them? Uh, let me look. Let me look. Good night in heaven. I don't know if I'm going to find this or not. I Snake got... is saying he can find it. No, no, not the, not what you guys drew me on a message. I was looking for the screenshot of where I got hit over cargo in Borg space yesterday. Guys, I'm about as active player as you can get. All right. I was active in Borg space yesterday. Active... I, uh, not idle, moving around, killing ships, okay? And by the way, I didn't complain. I did not complain about this player, all right? As a matter of fact, he would come on here and he would personally attest that I wished him good hit. Congratulations. You have literally set a personal best on me for Cargo Lost, and I can't find the daggone screenshot. Ah, where'd it go? I posted it already. Snake Eyes posted it. Oh, thank you. There it is. Boom, folks. Okay. I got taken yesterday for 182,000 probes. 182,000 probes. That's what someone got off me. All right. I sent him a player, uh, sent him a message. Yeah, Matt. Right? Dang. By the way, by the way, look in the, look in the gray space. He was allied with me. All right. He was allied with me. All right, that's one of my partners that got me for 182,000 probes. Okay, hey, Snake Eyes, you got it right, guys. The Raider got raided. That's okay. That's part of this game. Listen, nobody has a perfect record. Nobody has a perfect record, and so cargo is a way to play this game without doing the mining. Okay, I don't do the mining. By the way, I will also. Th- uh, somebody says. That's a lot of time wasted right there. Uh, no, it wasn't. Because 100% of that cargo came from overcargo Vidars in Borg space. I killed no probes yesterday. None. I mean, I killed enough to do my event. 100% of that 182,000 belonged to other players. See what I'm saying? It, it is what it is, guys. And so, there, like I said, there's two schools of thought on the, on the hitting the zeros. Big says he doesn't like hitting the zeros. Wham says he does like hitting the zeros because it gives those mines an opportunity to fill up with miners who may potentially uh, go over anyway. 
and and I can tell you, hey, Wham, how much isogen mining have you done? Stopped uh, after the day and a half. About a day and a half so. at the beginning of the event. I I told him the same thing. I did about a day in the very beginning. That's it. I fill up my Vidar completely full of stone about 15 minutes. So there's no point in mining. There you go. So 450k every 15 minutes just going around clearing other people's miners. Uh, looking at some of the uh, looking at some of the messages here, uh, I, I'm going to summarize with uh, big. The beautiful thing about this game is that there's a lot of ways to play it, and and they're okay. No single one to play it is wrong. All right, if you're enjoying the game, then do your thing. All right, uh, like I said, I just don't want I don't want <clears throat> me personally. I don't want it to become you know like like for example, somebody's somebody's server saying no hits in territory capture. Like no hits and good night in heaven. That that would not fly by me. I would be considered rogue if I played on your server because I am not playing by that rule. If you're over cargo, I'm taking it. Okay. Like, on a side, that defeats side the purpose note. of the PVV zone. On a side note, miners are cheap, and if I'm hitting your zeros, I'm really doing your alliance a favor. That's that's not a, a no brainer. But at the same time, I'm looking for the OPL, so you should not have any discon discontent or hate for anybody clearing your zeros. You should actually be thanking them. <laughs> Scarporin level 50 has all the territories on his server. Now, I don't know if you guys see that map right there. He owns the entire <laughs> western western area right there. That's good. That's, that's fantastic. All right, guys. Uh, listen, I want to uh, get back into just a little bit of, um, of comment on last night, and then I'm going to take a break. Um, and, and this is more of an announcement, all right? I'm not necessarily inviting conversation unless you guys have some input into what you want done. Guys, last night <clears throat> um, on only the United States servers, which is approximately, I believe, 85 to 90 servers, uh, there was a failure for one hour. The near, uh, near, near Hemer, near, near Hymer, that system, the tier three system out west that, uh, that contains, what was it, uh, gas or crystal? I think it was gas. All right. The Nierheimer, I don't remember what it is. Anyway, the Nierheimer system failed last night. It failed and, um, it did not work for the entire hour. That particular system was out. All right. Now here's, here's the announcement that I want to make. Scopely is completely and fully 1000% aware that this did not work, all right? They have evidence that it didn't work. All the evidence was turned in. Thank you to everybody on the official Discord who helped, by the way, objectively, peacefully, and calmly responded to me when I asked for evidence, all right? I asked for videos. I asked for screenshots. Uh, even on my own server, um, I, I asked to fly into the system so I could look at a few things. I want to thank everybody who contributed data last night so that we could get this to Scopely. All right, uh, so that we could get it to Scopely and be able to get everything uh, turned in. Um, they were able to find that, that there was a problem. As a matter of fact, and, and I'm probably uh, I, I, I'm going to be cautious about what I say here, but they were able to verify, they were in fact able to verify that nobody on a United States server was successfully able to enter the territory capture for the Nierheimer system. Because the first thing they were looking for is, you know, are we sure? Like, are people just saying they can't get in? Is there something wrong? No. Out of all 90-plus U.S. servers, nobody activated it nowhere across the entire galaxy. 
on the United States servers. Obviously, European servers and APAC servers were fine, but in the United States servers, not a single alliance on any single server was able to get into that system. Okay, so they know and acknowledge that there was a problem. Here is the issue. Okay, there are three clear paths in front of us, and I am concerned about technological limitations for all. Okay, my first suggestion was hey, can we just uh, grant the alliance the territory? Well, there is a problem with that, DJs. Okay, because not every server would have been uncontested. Scalyback says, what's special about the system? First of all, it's a tier three, so it has G4 materials in it, but it's not about it being special, Scaly, so much as it is it's now seven days that an alliance who needed to go through that territory to proceed on the path are now stuck for seven days. There's not another takeover window for seven days. So their their progression is literally stopped. If they If they were planning to take that so that they could take the next system two days later, now they're nine days before getting the next system. So so there was some strategy that was thwarted. Their tail is going to have to repeat before they can even move their head. <clears throat> I'm sorry, what? They're going to have to save their first ones. They're going to have to go through those again before they even get to move their head. Their tail is going to have to be refreshed before their head can move. That is the weirdest yeah, analogy that's They're going to have to retake their level one and twos to maintain the integrity of their plan. Exactly. And, and, and okay, I get it. Weird analogy, by the way, uh, Karkin, but I get it. Okay. Yeah, they're going to have to, they're going to have to defend, you know, their, snake. their, their weird analogy. We've been calling this thing a snake the whole time. <laughs> so weird. The other Your frustration snake. is with teams that were able to trigger it uncontested and failed to because of the glitch. But the next time around, it won't be uncontested. That's certainly possible. You had people that busted their chops to get there first. You had some alliances who legitimately spent actual cash money on the packs to get the materials so that they would be ready to take that uncontested territory. There was a lot, there's a lot of intricacies here that came into play. And and you know what? This is this is possibly one one thing that maybe in hindsight Scopely did bad on. Listen, anybody who has ever had a kid that's played in Little League, let me ask you guys a question. If you've ever had a kid that's played in Little League and they went to an all-star tournament, right, and, and they've got, you know, 22 teams that are playing in this tournament that lasts for five days, what do those tournament planners always include in their schedule? Somebody tell me. Because I know you know. Any parents out there of All-Stars, Travel Ball, Little League All-Stars, anything like that? A rain Rain day. day. A rain day. There is always a rain day. Okay? You do not plan tournaments that, that have to be fed one after another, after another, after another, without a makeup day. Scopely, you missed the ball on the makeup day. Now, granted, we all did. We all saw the schedule. We all looked at it. We all got excited. No one of us thought about the rain delay. None of us did. Now, granted, it's not our jobs to, okay? It's not our jobs to, but Scopely, you missed it. Now, Raxnar, or sorry, Maztec is saying, listen, Tuesday could be a makeup day. Somebody go into Elkars very quickly and throw me the Tuesday schedule. Tuesday could potentially be a makeup day, all right? They could put the system back up on Tuesday. Um, my, my personal thinking was, can you find a way to just grant the territory? I, I don't know that that's possible because what if the territory was going to be contested? You got no way to choose the winner. Okay. So then I thought, well, let's do a reschedule. 
Okay, like you say, we could do it on Tuesday or, hey, just throw it in. Just throw it in and, and make it make it extra. Because here's the thing. If you do this takeover at the exact same time as a takeover over on the east side of the map, there's not going to be the same alliance. You, you see what I'm saying? Like you're not going to have to worry about one alliance getting torn in half. Okay, this was on the west side of the map. If you are looking at the east side of the map, you could you could run it concurrently with another one. All right, so that was a suggestion. But the concern there is the map, the clock is the, the clock is so intricate. And if I'm not mistaken, guys, the clock is built into our client. So do we have time to receive a client update for a makeup session? and then have to receive another client update to put it back to the normal schedule. You guys follow what I'm saying here? Because this stuff, that look, your requirements, your prerequisites are in the client. They're not on the server side. Okay? That's why we have client updates. All right? So we've got a little bit of a concern there. All right? Um, I'm still waiting on, did anybody get the Tuesday schedule? Here, let me, I'll just, I'll go in to try to get it here real quick. Um... <clears throat> See if I can find it. Uh, L cars zone Tuesday. What zone? I might be using this command wrong. I thought it was zone Tuesday. Oh, is there? Are there no? Okay, hang on. Zone Wednesday. Maybe this changed. Oh my gosh, there are no territories on Tuesday. Zero, none. Okay, that's why I'm getting the error. Okay, Scopely, maybe you did build in a rain day somebody help me out with this real quick is there a big your alliance was affected or was there is there another territory that you planned on taking before tuesday today's sunday so the next step in your path was it going to be before tuesday yeah monday eight o'clock dang see that doesn't solve yeah. it either guys that doesn't solve it either you have literally held up these alliances for an entire week because of this technical failure. Now, I'm not blaming you, Scopely. I'm not blaming you. This was unforeseen, okay? It's not a problem. I mean, I mean it's a problem. It, it, nobody, nobody's accusing you of being malicious about it, but we got to figure out a way to make this good. So, Big, you and I were talking last night. How do you make this good? Because you're missing G4 materials for Latin Mining Monday that starts tomorrow. You're missing, oh. you're missing service buffs that would have resulted in a 150% boost to efficiency of your repair cost. And let's face it, guys, some of the alliances may have stumbled on this. Big's alliance went to this zone on purpose because of the repair cost efficiencies. Because, Big, how many players in your alliance are flying G4 ships? Just ballpark. Uh, <laughs> ballpark. As, as one guy would say, it's raining jellies and Calvin's over there and think. Okay. So would you say more than half of but your, yeah. would you say more than half Not of your more alliance? Than half, but we, we probably have like 30%, 30% of the guys have D4 ships. Okay. So how much titanium are these guys going to be at a loss on now? Uh, you, you see oh, what yeah. I'm saying? This, here's the problem. And, and again, this got into a little bit more than I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be an announcement of be patient. It is still the weekend. It is still the weekend, and they can't do anything about it. Okay? I mean, literally, that was the message last night. We've got one on-call developer. Okay? And, and I was speaking to him yesterday. And he was able to see this. We were able to watch it. We were able to 
to make sure that, you know, we got the data. We were able then to ensure that that it didn't happen to any other alliances. All right. But we don't have any powers that be or that are going to make a decision on this on, you know, what would have been Sunday morning at about two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Uh, secondly, you know, people are wanting an announcement today. I remind you, it is still Sunday night at 10 p.m. in Europe. They are not going to provide an answer to you today. So I would expect that we get something tomorrow. And, and guys, listen, my compensation plan was three-pronged. This was what I proposed, and I don't mind to tell you. I proposed grant the alliances the territory if they were uncontested. All right? That would have been the easiest thing. Number two, if they can't be granted, then uh, then schedule a makeup at the same time as an East Coast territory. And when I say East Coast, I mean, you know, <clears throat> something on the on the eastern side of the map because no, they have to be contiguous. So no alliance that is competing for territory on the right side of the map is going to be competing for anything on the left side of the map. All right? You, 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 no alliance can be competing on both sides of the map. So you could throw in a quick one-off makeup, all right? But that needs to be done quickly. You can't wait till Tuesday. It needs to be either be done tonight or first thing tomorrow because the next territory on that map is tomorrow evening, you said, right, Big? All right. The third option, <laughs> the third option, which Scopely is not going to like, all right, but this was my, this is my proposition. Shout out Big, who helped me do the math. My proposition is let's pretend for just a moment that they would have had the buffs how much titanium would those buffs save them over the entire course of the week and for a g4 player big what did we come up with we came up with about it was over a billion right hey scopely yeah give 40 plus players a billion titanium and uh 30 million dilithium and we'll call it square Big, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get laughed right out of that meeting tomorrow. All right. If I say give players a billion tritanium, they're going to laugh me right out of there. But, but Scopely, hear me. That's what it takes to make these players whole. That's what it's going to take. You, you took. I heard you had an interesting idea of freezing the whole thing until next week. Freeze it until that starts. You can't do that. I, if, listen, from a development standpoint, that is also a bad move. You you can't take – because, listen, let's talk about the players whom it actually affected, okay? Not that they're not important, but let's look at the actual number. What have I always said Scopely's number one goal is? Scopely's number one goal is uh, when there's an outage is always the immediate restoration of normal gameplay, all right? That's why it, it always – I'm always – on the fence about communication. Listen, I, I do want a communication. I want you to say, oh, shoot, we have a problem. We're looking into it. We'll keep you posted. All right. I think that announcement is good enough when we are in the heat of a moment, when, they're in, when we're in the heat of a crisis. The people who want long-winded seven-page uh, di dissections of what's happening in real time, I, I, I disagree. Okay. Their concern is fixing the problem. In the heat of the moment, their, their, their goal is to restore normal gameplay, restore the servers, okay? Suspending the entire arc for seven days is not feasible because here are the alliances that it affected. You've got 90 U.S. servers, all right? Let's pretend that, that even two-thirds, let's pretend that 75% of those servers had an alliance able to compete for that territory, that, that you had an adjacent zone. 
All right, because listen, let's face it, not all servers have alliances that had an adjacent zone to that position. Okay, so that's not everybody. So now let's say we're down to 65 big, 65 alliances uh, or 65 servers now. Okay, on uh, on let's say 20 of those servers, that territory would have been uncontested, right? And that might even be conservative. It might be higher than that. But let's say 20 of those servers would have been uncontested. All right. Meaning that, that only one alliance could have gotten it. Okay. Now you're down to 45 servers. 45 servers. And let's pretend that there were two alliances per server that could have competed. That's 90 alliances. Now, how many of those 90 alliances had the currency to pay for the entry fee? Let's say that 75% of them. All right, so now you're 90 alliances. Now you're down to 65 alliances. How many of those 65 alliances had the currency to pay for their buffs? Let's say 75% of those alliances. All right, so now we're down from 65 to 40, 50, say 50. 50 alliances had enough materials to actually pay for the buffs. 50 alliances, all right? Let's assume out of those 50 alliances that you have uh, 50 alliances times, let's just say, 75 on average. You got 3,500 players. Do you understand? 3,500 players were affected out of the entire game server. So, no, you cannot take down the entire arc for 3,500 players. I do not agree with that. I would not be happy. All right. I would not be happy with that. And that's what I'm suggesting. Blue Mandalorian says spend an hour doing a case by case. That's what I'm saying. Okay. If alliances were uncontested, grant them the territory. If alliances were going to be contested, look at the alliances inventory and see if they were able to pay for it in the first place. If they couldn't, then grant it to the alliance who could. All right. There is a way to daisy chain this through, but I do not support shutting the game down for 3,500 players. All right. Now, out of those 3,500 players, let's assume that they're like Biggs Alliance, where 30% of them, 30% of them are flying G4 ships. That's 1,000 players flying G4 ships. Big, we also did the math last night, assuming that that player fully destroys their G4 ship. 25 times in a week, which, by the way, a lot of G4 players don't because that's uber expensive, all right? Uber expensive. But let's pretend let's pretend that they did fully destroy their G4 ship 25 times a week. That would be the 150% cost efficiency was going to save them roughly a billion Tritanium over the course of 25 full repairs. PBR says this is too complicated to explain to the community. Call it a glitch and see you in seven days. I don't want to do that, PBR. I, I, I want both sides to understand. Okay, I want the player base to understand why we can't shut it down. I also want the player base to understand why you can't just give it to everybody. There's too many, there's too many variables. On the other hand, I want to say to you, Scopely, you got to do something because you got 3,500 players right now that feel totally abandoned. All right. By by something that was nobody's fault. It was a technical glitch. All right. We're not blaming you for being negligent. We're not blaming you for being malicious. It happens. 
Listen, the fact that every other territory has taken off on every other server and even EU and APAC, this has been largely been a pretty successful deployment, folks. Okay. Uh, see, Bear, I, I, I just can't agree with that. He says, pause the takeovers until they loop around. You're shutting the game down for a week. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. So uh, what, I, what I started this segment as is, hey, be patient. Compensation plans are being discussed. And, you know, there might be limits on what they can do and what they can't do. But they're talking about it. But it's Sunday. So let's give them till Monday and see if we get an announcement that might be favorable. All right. Hey, maybe. Listen, for alliances who were affected. All right. Do you think that you could communicate to your own team real quick? Hey, go download a client update super fast and they're going to give us a makeup slot. All right. But if you don't download the client, you can't play. You see what I'm saying? That's what it's going to take. Are they able to turn around an app update in that quick amount of time? Who knows? We don't know. Be patient. Be patient. But I will say this. I will be extremely vocal if they say, yeah, we're just going to let this, we're going to let this one slide. I, me personally, I'm going to do my best not to let that happen. All right. I only have so much that I can say, but I, I can tell you this. I won't be quiet about it. All right. I believe that something has to be done for the affected alliances. I don't know what that answer is, but we need to figure it out. All right. And Scopely, you might not like offering a thousand players one billion Tritanium, but you got to find a way to make them whole. You're giving them, you're taking 150% repair cost efficiency away from them for an entire seven days. Something that they had already paid for, that have given you actual cash. Okay. They have paid you for the currency required to engage in that territory. And then you just put up an out to lunch window. You know, a little sign closed for lunch. All right, that's not the plan. That's not acceptable. All right, and again, we know it wasn't on purpose, but it was a failure, and now you got to make it whole. You got to make it right. All right, and you can't hold these people up for a week. There's got to be something you can do. I, I the makeup thing sounds like the best thing you could probably probably do. You got to do a makeup, but I don't know how you I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it, but that's got to be how you do it. All right. Uh, anyway. Let's take a break. We need to take a break because when we come back, uh, I want to get into a little bit more about uh, the strategy, the takeovers, and uh, how you should be projecting your path. Plus, we got some sport drive components to give away and a few other things to uh, Mad Dash about, okay? So it's coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you guys for all being here. Appreciate it. Uh, and we're going to talk about more uh, on Territory Capture Discovery Arc 3 coming up just after the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Fruit and Fiber Optics Cereal, the whole wheat cereal that can carry 10,000 telephone calls at the same time. Hello, I'm Donald Trump, president of the United Law Firm of Ellis Barr, Kushner, Trump, 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 and Trump. And we will sue anyone, anytime, anywhere for anything. Don't like what your girlfriend told her friends about you? We will sue, believe me. Unhappy with your McDonald's order? We will sue. Were you involved in an election that didn't go your way? Boy, we can sue on that one. So if life did you wrong, we'll do you right. Whether you were banned from Twitter or you had an affair with a stripper, not that I know anyone who did that, pick up the phone today and let us turn your pain into profit. The United Law Firm of Ellis Barr, Kushner, Trump, 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 and Trump. The team you can count on and then recount on.
funky drummer. Music hit your heart, cause I know you got soul. Servers are fighting the power. <laughs> How many alliances are trying to control everything? Fight the power, everybody. Stand up and earn uh, earn your territory. Okay. <laughs> Welcome in, uh, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back. My name is Ultimate DJs. Uh, welcome back from break. Uh, I'm the host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And yes, I did just realize that my brain stuttered and I I spoke my name like four times, like in the span of 12 seconds. I don't know. That, that was just a, that was a weird thing. Brain fart. Sorry about that. Uh, guys, welcome back to the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Um, and uh, funny enough, I didn't even necessarily mean, you know, fighting the power that is Scopely. That's not what I mean. I mean, fight the power that is the Alliance uh, trying to take over this map. Guys, uh, if you will, for just the last few minutes here, I want to pull up this map and I want to talk about a couple of potential paths. Now, um, I do want to draw your attention to the graphics room. In the graphics room, just a short bit ago, we posted one of the most intricate graphs uh, or maps that have been posted uh, publicly uh, as of yet and uh, this map not only shows you warp paths it shows you species uh, you know for the uh, the particles that you can get these particles uh, by the way are going to be necessary for oncoming research all right and we'll talk a little bit about just briefly about the research coming up in a moment because the iso emulsion is uh, is starting to add up I was actually uh, talking on the official discord a little bit earlier about folks who had gotten a little bit of a bump from it early but now starting to run dry on iso emulsion that's going to slow down your research a little bit uh, but we haven't even gotten to the research that is going to require these quantum phantom and Syrax particles uh, some of you were able to purchase a pack or two that contained particles but even for payers even for people who wanted to pay, th that's it. There are no more opportunities to get the particles. Okay, that's it. I think you could have gotten, what was it? it the, there were three packs, Snake Eyes, but one of the packs didn't contain any particles. One of the packs contained like something like 410, and then the Tier 3 pack contained like 900. All right, so 1,300 particles is all you could get. Well, folks, that is not enough. All right, that's not enough because uh, just real quick, in case you guys have forgotten, uh, we posted up the entire cost of ownership for this research tree, and it's got a lot of particles in it, okay? Tons and tons and tons of particles. As a matter of fact, let me see, uh, Snake Eyes, if you get to it before I do, I'm trying to find it uh, throughout my chat history. I've got so many images in my chat history. <laughs> There's so much stuff about this arc. I do love the complexity. I know a lot of people say they didn't like the complexity. I very much like the complexity of this event. I like the interaction. I like the, uh, the, the ways that it's changing the game. And listen, it is changing the game. A lot of people have said that their server is fundamentally changing how they play based on territory capture. I think that's good. This is the breath of fresh air that this game needed. Like, this game legit needed something to turn it on its head, and I think territory capture is doing that for some of you, all right? Some of you, it sounds like, you know, your servers are unwilling to change 
and they're trying to make the rest of the galaxy fit into this uh, part of the expansion. And I urge you not to let that happen. Roll with the, you know, go with the flow. Enjoy it. Here we go. I found it. I've got it up right here, folks. Here is the total cost. Uh, and I, and actually, I just put it in chat, Snake Eyes, if you want to copy it into the graphics room. It's in there if you dig through it. But here's the total cost in particles of what it's going to take to get through your research tree, which is why we wanted to talk today about your path. This path is so important. And why I've said in the beginning that you owning a Tier 3 territory is not the end of your territory days, okay? You owning and defending a specific territory, that's not it for you. You might keep that territory for two or three weeks, okay? And then you're going to have to change it up. You you are going to have to change your territories around to get to these other materials. Folks, we have not yet even been introduced to the Metreon particle. Has anybody been introduced to the Metreon particle? Because I haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it. Maztec says, man, that's a push. Absolutely it is. Think about this from think about this from a monetary point of view. Okay? We got nine hundred quantum, phantom, and surax particles for a hundred dollars, but the tree is going to cost thirty seven thousand of them. All right. Now, if you do that in just monetary forms, that is 30, that's probably 40 to 45 packs, $4,500 to match, max out this tree, if you're going to do it. But even Scopely says, whoa, 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 we don't want you guys paying for this entire tree. As a matter of fact, there was limit one on the pack that offered the particles. All right. So even the spenders are going to have to find a way to grind this out. You cannot pay for all the particles. So your path is important, all right? Territories will shift, all right? Paths will change. Plans will change. When you're ready to give up a territory, you're going to have to move and take over somebody else's territory. El Cheapo says, what? Scopely said no to money. At least they have so far, El Cheapo, all right? You cannot buy any more particles than roughly thirteen or 1400 that is the most they have made available for sale as of this moment. Okay? Yeah. As of this moment, spenders have got a 1,400 particle advantage over a, over a free-to-play, and that's it. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't go that far because I did buy the pack. All right? And 1,400 particles, as you can see, doesn't carry a lot of weight when I need 37,000 of them. All right. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Scopely will sell more as time goes on, but they're not letting people do it on day one. Okay? They're not letting people do it on day one, which is good. It's good. That means free-to-play and spenders are being forced to participate. You have to look at the map and determine what is the best way that you want to go. All right, so I bring you back to this map. We're going to spend about five, ten minutes talking about this, and then we're going to get ready to wrap up and play our game. All right, I got some spore drive components to give away, which is good that I guess I am because Scopely decided that they didn't want to do a whole lot of spore drive components this month, apparently. So, <laughs> so I'm going to try to help you out, okay? But let's take a look here, folks, real quick. All right, let's take a look at this, uh, this incredibly detailed map. All right, this incredibly detailed map that pulls up, and you've got these territory zones. Now, keep in mind, the zones themselves are specific. We know, for example, that these particles are going to be earned in isogen mining events 
based on the territories that you own. So the first key word here is isogen mining. Isogen mining, all right? Meaning that if you own, for example, you guys take a look at the Corva territory. That is the three star, the four star ore territory, kind of in like uh, in in the elbow on the eastern side, right there. Does everybody see the Corva uh, tier three territory? Does anybody see that that does in fact belong to either the Sulaban or the Corvalan? All right, uh, because it's going to give quantum particles. But what is that territory actually missing? that somebody's going to need to obtain particles in an isogen mining event. Isogen. Oh, thank you, chick. It has no isogen. Okay, so that territory is meaningless when it comes time for the isogen mining event. Thank you, Phoenix. Yes, it has no isogen. All right, so are people going to be needing to focus on Corva when it comes to getting their particles? No. As a matter of fact, let's take a look at Tholus. Let's take a look at Nierheimer. Let's take a look at Makala. And let's take a look at uh, Brelin and also Barasa. All tier three systems. And why, folks, I have told you time and time and time and time and time and time again that the whale alliances racing for the tier three territories is okay. Listen to me, free to players. Listen to me, rank 15 alliances. You do not need a Tier 3 territory to be successful in this expansion. Let me say it again. To the Rank 15 alliances, to the players who feel like they will never own a Tier 3 territory, there's only six of them, and, and, and you don't need to. Do you need, if you're a Rank 15 alliance and you're an Ops 30 and you're the power of your alliance, do you need a territory that gives you four-star mining? Sure, it'll give you bonus points on Monday, but why mine something you can't use? Okay, why would you mine something that you can't use? It'll give you extra points, sure, for the mining event, but let's face it, if you're in the 15-ranked alliance, you're probably not going to do a heck of a lot in the, in the ranked mining event anyway. Agreed? So scratch it off your off your wish list. The tier three territories are not for you, okay? Scopely thought this out, and I see it. I see the intricacy of this map. You do not need a tier three territory. Let's take a look at the tier two territories, all right? Now we take a look at this region of the map, all right? And we see, for example, that quantum particles appear to be a great chunk. And again, Maztec did this. The quantum particles are coming out of most of the southeastern region of the map. If you're an alliance and you're down there, great. All right. But that's not the only particle you're going to need. On the southern, the southern border of the map, you see the two overlapping circles. Those are Trill and Bolian systems, and they are going to award you Surax particles. But again, Barasa not giving you isogen mining. Okay, you can get that from uh, Brijak, if I'm saying that right. You can get it from Baran. You can get it from uh, Styli. Okay, you can get it from Bolari. Those contain two and three star isogen nodes that will be in play during an isogen mining event in order to win these particles. 
All right. And then finally, you got the phantom particle, which is from the Tholian and the Breen. All right. And that is largely on the western side of the map. All right. Um, now, here's why this map is so super duper important, folks. Use this map to find a path. And the one thing that's not on this map, and you couldn't have put it on here because this is going to be variable. The one thing that you don't see on this map are the services. Now, real quick, bonus points to whoever can quote my answer on this, okay? Bonus points. Does Ultimate DJs believe that the ultimate goal of territory capture are the service buffs? No. 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 Why, everybody? You made that a 50-50 question. That's not fair. No, I did make it a 50-50 question. <laughs> but I got to say, so far, absolutely nobody has gotten it wrong, and I'm glad that you guys are remembering what I have to say. Guys, the service buffs, sure, they're going to offer you something. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not, but they are minimal in comparison. Okay, they're, they're, listen, even for a G3 player, okay, let's take me, for example. Do you guys remember when we were talking about research efficiency and Gregor was on here and, and big, I know, I know that you want Nierheimer. I know you want it with all the fire in your soul. All right. But do you really truthfully believe that 150% to cost efficiency is going to make or break you in this game? Honest to goodness. No, no. But I mean, as of right now, the particles are not in play. So what if I compare this, that research buff compared to some of the other ones, that to me is more beneficial. Okay. What? Listen, do you not feel that you should be setting your alliance up in a position right now? I mean, because listen, there is a reason. There's a reason that the isogen mining events haven't started yet. Alliances are not to their capacity. The map is not full, everybody. All right. I would be willing to bet. Now, listen, I may be wrong here, okay, because I do not have any notes. I have zero notes. I'm not giving you a peek into the future. I'm guessing here, Big. All right. So everybody hear me. Snake Eyes is probably holding his breath at this particular moment. What if the isogen mining events, all right, um, were not supposed to happen for two weeks to let the map fill up? What if we get that? coming up maybe this and, and let's let's use the opposite example big let's say it starts tomorrow is your alliance residing in all three species like do you have serv do you have territories that cover no, all three I, but there's not there's only a few that there's only a few a few places that you can be to reside in all three species mm. so it's not like it's abundant mm. on the map or there's you know but there's a couple places where you can get all three. Okay. But not a lot. Um, I don't know about that. Okay, let, let's look at let's look at Saldetti. All right, guys, take a look at Saldetti. It's it's dead center of the map, slightly south. It's a one-star system. It's offering freaking par steel. Nobody's looking at that territory. Nobody's looking at that territory. All right, par steel. Who wants to mine par steel? By the way, shout out on server 15 to to Alliance UKA. All right, shout out to UKA who might maybe have thought this out because they uh, now currently own Saldetti. All right, so there is their uh, phantom particle. They can 
Um, let's see, this Thursday they could go east, all right, into uh, Brijak, which is a Tier 2, and get their Surax particle. And Wednesday they can go, well, let's see, hang on, Wednesday, uh, well, if uh, let's say they win that Thursday one, then they could go... Let's see. No, you got to go north. That's uh, so. No, yeah, you, they're going to have to go west. And if they go west, they're going to have to win Zamaro. All right, bad example. I don't see the quantum particle. I don't. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I don't see the quantum particle there. You're right. You're right. Bad example. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's find. Let's find a path where. Okay, if fine. If we move Even west, we can have all three. Oh, okay. Well, let's look at this path. So you're saying, okay, if you start, let's take a look at the bottom right-hand corner. If you start in Thalen, which is a tier one system, there's a quantum particle. <clears throat> there's a quantum particle. If you go west, then you get your Surax particle. You have to go, yeah, you got to keep going. Keep way. going through Briac, and then you can either get it from Beku or Sedata. Yep. Okay. So there's, yeah, so there's one way where you can get all three. But again, again, guys, <clears throat> if your alliance can hold all three, that's great, all right? But you should be positioning your alliance right now in such a way that if you don't have all three, you can easily get all three, all right? You should be positioning your alliance right now to at least have two, all right? At least, and, and definitely trying to possibly have three. Let's take a look and see. Uh, let's see, there's one, two... Three, four. Okay, here's a path for you. Um, starting kind of in the middle, right to the left of Tholus. Take a look at Thaws. Again, a part steel mining system. That's a tier one that offers the phantom particle. Then from there, you can go east to another phantom particle. Then you can go north. Yeah, right there you go. Nice little cluster right there. To Abalak, uh, you go. That's also a phantom particle. But then you can go north to Lenara, which is your Surax particle. Then you can go west to Helvi, which is your quantum particle. Okay? And actually, I like it, Zakara. You're actually right. Start with Lenara. That's your, your Surax. Then you can go west to quantum and south to Surax. All right. And, by the way, still get a Tier 3 system. Lenara looks to be a daggone good spot. That is prime real estate if you want to own all three territories. Now, what's great, folks, it's not too late. It is not too late. People are already abandoning territories. All right. I'm not going to name names, but on my server, I spoke to an admiral yesterday who said, you know what, we started this wrong. We are going to abandon everything after our territory is up. All right, we're, we're basically hitting the pause button. We've already paid for the services. We're going to keep the services, and then we're abandoning everything we've got, and we're starting over because we started this map wrong. Okay? That, that is happening. Folks, these mining events have not yet come into play, and maybe they don't, Big. Maybe, maybe could the Isogen mining events be the focus of ARC 4? God, I hope not. I do not want an entire ARC around mining. All right, but it is going to encourage alliances to move. So let me ask you, Big. Let's say that the isogen mining event started tomorrow. Let's just pretend that it does. Let's say that it starts tomorrow. Well, what is more important to you, holding on to Nierheimer or abandoning some of the other territories and moving around to get the particles? Well, I mean, we we do have two of them now, and the plan, you know, our plan is to move west 
and and kind of see you know see what happens you know as the week goes because I'm not we're not staying where we're at we're going to be moving west or sorry east, east. okay we're going to be moving east so kind of you know what you were well kind of what I was saying at the beginning <laughs> folks if you have five center, but... if you have five territories first of all probably slightly premature for that okay to to already well, have we're five we're going to be dropping them I, I'm not we won't be keeping the ones that we have now, we're going to be there dropping and moving. There you go. And, folks, that's why I say this map will constantly flow and change. Do not feel that you've got five territories and are going to sit still. All right? Because that's not going to be net, that's not going to be possible. You need these particles. And, by the way, I would be willing to bet that when the particles do make themselves available, really, when you think about it big, I hate that I just kind of made myself self-aware of this. It actually makes complete sense that they're going to make an entire month long out of the particles. I mean, it, it could, because if you need a week just to start moving your territories, you know what I'm saying? I could totally see Scopely launching a month-long event where you have to accumulate 10,000 you know, of each. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to get the full prize, you got to accumulate X amount of each type of particle. I mean, would that be Scopely? I feel like that would be very Scopely. And I mean, plus, I mean, and not that, but, you know, it's always about grinding. And when you look at how much you're going to need, almost, you know, over 35,000 of each, if you're not buying any of the packs, like you're going, and especially if you have an alliance with over 50 or 60 or 70 people, I mean, it, it's going to take a lot to me for us to go through that, so, you know, so, you know, have, doing two at one time and not necessarily, you know, having access to all three, uh, it, it may play into it. So as soon as, you know, we see the rewards and we see how that goes, and obviously, you know, we will adapt and change accordingly, Agreed. as I'm sure a lot of other alliances will too. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why this, this arc is so uh people are complaining about the complexity and i get it okay i get it this big would you agree or disagree that this is probably the most complex event that they have ever launched i mean bar none there is nothing in this game that's as complex as this map anybody disagree but no i and i think you know and all the talking that we've done and you you've done a lot over it but i mean think about it you still haven't really talked about you know the reactor the emitter the the dodge that the stuff that you have to use to buy and, you know, how is your alliance, you know, the scope of cash the grab stuff. Into that. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot. Well, there is a lot of currencies and, and, you know, we, we've only briefly talked about it here on the podcast. Now, snake eyes, I'm going to get your linking figures uh, ready here real quick. As we get ready to take our final break, we have covered as, as content creators, we've covered a great deal of this, but even from the podcast, um, we've had to break this up a little bit, okay? So we have done a video. Uh, real quick, I'm going to start uh, answering some of these questions real fast before we take our final break. Maztec says, man, please introduce the particles this month. I agree. I'm not saying that they're going to do a whole arc on it, but I, I, it would, I can see that happening. But I do, not, I do not want to wait a month. I agree with you. I want to see the particles introduced because I need them to progress in my research. Stevens Aaron says, wait a second, you're talking about ARC-4. Yes, uh, that's been confirmed by Scopely. We are getting an ARC-4. All right. Um, Svannon says, as long as there's a way for all players to get particles, even if you owe, uh, don't own territories. I don't know about that one, buddy. Okay. I mean, the whole point of this entire ARC is to have a territory. So, 
if you don't own territories, I don't know how you're going to progress. Okay, I don't know about all that. Um, Meow says maybe. Uh, let's see. Do what now? That's exactly the point. If it's going to be Arc Four, everybody needs to be able to participate at least somewhat. Well, yeah, but there's 60 territories, and over 30 of them are Tier One territories. I mean, surely to goodness, there's there's alliances on servers that can grab on to a single territory. And 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 let's remember this. You know, right? and I just real quick, DJ, and that's the thing. Like I watched every. You know, man, I, I did not get much work done at the end of, you know, towards the back half of the week. I did. I watched every territory capture, you know, and flew in. And it's amazing how many, what, you know, you're talking about, like, people not being able to grab. You know, it was amazing how many one-star territories that nobody went for. You know, so, yeah. you know, for there the people to say that they couldn't get territories, you know, you know, because I did have a couple alliances reach out to me and was like, hey, can we get you guys to help us? Cause we don't feel like we can get a territory. And I, I, I quickly said, no, nah, I saw a lot of territories that went up for grab that nobody grabbed, nobody contested, nobody dropped the pin, you know? So, and we have an active server. So, well, and keep in mind, know, snake eyes yeah. has a point and I've got a further point. All right. Snake eyes says, Hey, listen, don't forget just on what was it? Snake eyes Thursday is when everybody, when it became open to the entire galaxy. Okay, and and the second point to that is a lot of people were not active enough in refining the materials. And and there's two reasons for that. One, just getting the nodes outside of origin space were extremely difficult. Like, guys, I've said this before. Getting the first territory is honestly probably the hardest. Getting the very first territory is honestly the hardest because you're forced to mine the isogen outside of origin space. And those nodes, A, suck. B, not enough of them, and C, the entire galaxy fighting over these nodes. All right. So once you get enough isogen to get your first tier one takeover, after that, it's easy peasy. All right. After that, it is easy peasy. Just make sure that you are carefully planning your map so that the territory you take contains tier one isogen, which I'm pretty sure almost all of them do. I don't think that that Scopely set up a trap anywhere. I don't. Oh nope! Take that back! Take that back! Look up! There's Tamari. There's. Uh, oh no! Wait, that, that's a uh, that's tier uh, tier two isogen, but that's okay. You want some tier two? Yeah, I don't think that there's a way that you can trap yourself. I honestly don't think that there's a trap. Okay, if once you get well, I remember DJ, our first territory was was dilithium. Yeah, it was. I remember, but it, but it still had. We started with Thalen, and so it gave us two star isogen. Okay, it gave us two star isogen, and of course, then we were starting able to refine the two star, uh, so that we could get the two star isogen or the refined isogen. But to take another tier one territory, you still got to have tier one isogen. Well, there's a way to get that. All right, there's a way to get that, and that's called the Tier 1 Armadas. So here's what I'm going to – I'm going to throw up some, some resources for you guys before we take our last break. Folks, here's some, uh, some good stuff to help you. Look into the Scopely Squad room, but also look into the Talking Trek announcements room. We've posted a video, how a free-to-play alliance can participate in territories. Okay, And, and just to, to give you a summary, folks, if you have a 50-man alliance – and everybody is Ops 30, okay? Like, no one in your alliance higher than Ops 30, you can unlock a Tier 5 territory in as little as five days. 
what I say? A tier one. Sorry, a tier one territory in as little as five days. Five days after that, you can free to play, have a tier two takeover. And that's why this map is okay. Seven-day rounds are okay. You're not intended to have five territories in the first week, free-to-players. Look at your map. An alliance that has five territories right now, they 1,000% bought their way there. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there is another path. You can free-to-play have a Tier 1 territory within five days and a Tier 2 territory five days after that. But everyone's got to pull their weight. And this video tells you how to do it. That is the formula. That is exact. You do what I say in that video, you'll have two territories containing Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3 isogen within 10 days. And FYI, by the way, if the isogen mining and the particle events don't present themselves for the next two to three weeks, you will be set up perfectly if you look and study the map. Okay. DJ, can I make a point real quick before you go to break? Yes. Now that the territories are open for everyone, everyone can fly in there. That means those of you that don't have territories should be going in and looking for these OPL miners on isogen every day. Sure. Just, just because it's fog of war, guys, doesn't mean you can't fly in there. Okay. Look at this map. If you do not yet own a territory and you're struggling to refine as much isogen in those crappy nodes outside of origin space, then go steal it. The first part of this show was talking about how many hundreds of thousands of overcargo is being taken on a daily basis. Great Depression says, well, what about the kneecaps? Uh, here's the thing. Uh, Great Depression. <laughs> Here's the thing. A lot of alliances aren't paying attention, which is why there's overcargo. All right. Now, Jonathan Ingram's right. Don't complain if you get blown up. Okay. This is a hot zone. It's war zone out here, folks. Miners, uh, if you're floating, if, if you're bringing in a warship, you might as well be saying, kick me. Okay. You might as well be wearing the sign on the back of your shirt that says, kick me. All right. So what do I suggest? What have I always suggested when you're going in, trying to slip in and get out? A Vidar with a speed crew, folks. Okay? Use a Vidar with a speed crew. Get in, get your cargo, get out. Okay? If you go in to try to do an armada somewhere, do that. By the way, that armada is going to pay you out so much, you'll be over cargo. Recall, don't sit around in space, don't kill the armada, and leave your ship there for a half hour. It will not survive. I have gotten a ton of Tier 3 isogen just by hitting warships that were there for armadas and they didn't recall. All right, just saying, folks. The, I know that a lot of you think that mining is the number one goal of territories. It's not. Mining is certainly feasible. It is an option, okay? But the easier, faster option is to steal it from your neighbor. And I'm here to tell you, there is plenty of looting and stealing going on, uh, at least on server 15. All right? I, I, I'm just saying. If you're on a server that is prohibiting overcargo hits and territory space, I feel sorry for you because you're eliminating over half of the game's mechanic. Like, your server needs to be aware of that. All right? It, to eliminate PvP in a PvP expansion, in a PvP zone... I mean, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. What do they think they're going to accomplish by that? 
I mean, truthfully, one of you guys on that server, what is the rationale behind that? Do you guys want to spend an extra three hours a day mining stuff? Because if you did, you're going to have to mine all three types of isogen. One, two, and three star. All right? It's three different sizes of nodes. Whew. Be careful with that, servers. Be careful with that. You're, you're eliminating the... the mm. Just careful. Be careful with that. All right? Questions. Comments curiosities anybody have them on particles isogen mining and using the map in swapping the timers on some of the territories have they swapped the timers not that i'm aware of uh let me rephrase on day one there was some incorrect um information that I, 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 no let me rephrase it was not incorrect information but we didn't have all the information on day one l cars published a time zone list all right i used that same list uh and i know that it was in l cars and it went out for about two days that was out there okay what we did not realize at that time until we were talking about it in the official discord is that for example if it's Saturday at 7 o'clock and my alliance is fighting for Barasa, for example, an EU server was not fighting for Barasa. Uh, what they did was in an attempt to mitigate um, lag, they broke up the regions. So EU has its own schedule. APAC has its own schedule. And the United States has its own schedule. So uh, that is wherein we thought that the schedules changed because... Uh, cars had the European time zones loaded, all right? So when people started looking and making plans, uh, the European time zones were loaded, and if you were on a United States server, none of those times held true. So once we got that information and were able to upload the United States differential, which was essentially an eight uh, sorry, a seven-hour adjustment, okay? With the United States is seven hours behind the European servers. So if Barasa at 7 o'clock is for us, Okay, on the East Coast, for example, then the European servers got it at noon Eastern, which, by the way, was their seven o'clock. All right, for whatever time zone they were supposed to be in, based on UTC. It, it, it's complicated, I know. L cars has been adjusted, L cars has been fixed, and you will now see three different time zones. Okay, for example, if I went into L cars right now and pulled up, let me see if I can find a screenshot. Here we go. Hey, DJ, I posted a screenshot in, um, in chat. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, but for example, here's... Of, of a spreadsheet I'm doing. So why yeah. is this complicated? I mean, this it, makes it's, perfect it's, sense. No, no it, it makes perfect sense. But people were a little bit confused because they're not plugged in and they didn't realize why the times change. Guys, take a quick look at this. This is what LCARS is displaying now. I just put it in the chat room. This is how LCARS is displaying now. You can see that uh, they're showing a United States time, an EU time, and an APEC time, uh, and those are based still in UTC, all right? Th and that's what Scopely did. They're not launching one system to the entire world at 1600 UTC. Not only are they going to a standardized time, which I find amazing, and I'm very happy about that. There's no more room for error. They're using standard time, UTC. But they also broke up the three regions so that no one region is competing for the same system at the same time, and they're trying to mitigate lag. 
okay? So uh, you've still got to convert them to your local time zone, all right? But you have to basically pick your server. The first column is European. The second is United States. The third one is APAC, and those are all based in UTC. Then you can do your conversion for your local time zone, all right? So I, I know it's a little bit confusing, but, but honest to God, that's – that's why they're doing it. And NCC says, I wish they would do a time conversion as an option. There are so many time zones in the world, NCC. <laughs> it, and I'll tell you, it was even challenging. It, it, from a coding perspective, it was challenging to take this one set of data and split it into three time zones. And now you want them to do 30 time zones. Use Google. All right. Use your iPhone. It would be much, much more helpful. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, UTC is is... That's how it's loaded, and they are broken up by region. Okay? Any other questions? Thank you for that question, by the way. That was a very good question, uh, and that's, that's important to note. So, no, technically the territories did not change their schedule. They just uh, – we had just uh, gotten the – you know, we got the wrong – we posted the European schedule inadvertently. All right? So the Europeans never saw a change, but APAC and United States did. Any Wait, other- when, did you, when did you post the EU one? Uh, well, that was in LCARS for the entire first day. No, that should have been U.S. Mm, pretty sure it was loaded on EU because EU was the standard. EU was a zero-hour offset. The, yeah, but all the data we had was based on an U.S. server. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. All right, well, nonetheless. It should have been, yeah, it should have been U.S. Yeah, nonetheless, that's what happened. So, yes, there was an adjustment. It's fixed now. Now you guys know. Okay. Sorry, I didn't realize that. Sorry, Stevens Aaron. The original was the United States. So, Scaly says, if it ain't broken. That's the point, Scaly. It was messed up. And yes, it has been broken. Lag has been insane. All right. <laughs> so, that's, they're, trying to, they're trying to mitigate it. And it's still not fixed. I mean, arguably, it's better. But still, you got 400 players showing up in a system trying to PvP. It's still not quite there. But we are making progress. Any other questions? All right, let's take our final break. When we return, we'll wrap up with uh, your thoughts, any opinions, and get ready to close the show with our Sport Drive component giveaway. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Oh, part by a grant from Benny Crock, <laughs> makers of cake mixes that don't come out anything like the pictures on the boxes. Do you find yourself lashing out about politics at inopportune moments? If so, you may suffer from Trumpet Syndrome. Like Tourette Syndrome, Trumpets causes people to turn everything political because of their hatred for our 45th president. These outbursts can come on social media or at social gatherings. They've been known to occur in the car, in the office, or even in the sack. Trumpet Syndrome can cost you friends and jobs. But fear not, because you'll be cured of Trumpets the second he finally leaves office, which should happen sometime around January. Until then, if you need help, give the radio station a holler when you get done hollering at everybody else.
Welcome back in, everybody. Thank you for the request. <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh, super duper appropriate, right? Uh, we've been talking about the territories, and we've been talking about how you're proceeding on politically. We've been talking about how your alliance is proceeding on, what rules. And uh, a lot of alliances are just saying, you know what? You know what, big country? To heck with it. We ain't going to take it. Everything is no fly. Everything is fair. If you're blue, you die. Welcome to Territory Capture, Scopely's latest PvP attempt. And finally, big, I might say, after an entire year of tinkering with various PvP events, it feels like this one in design has been a wild success. A wild success uh, in terms of the design of how PvP is iterating. The social interactions based on what alliances are deciding to do. Uh, it's kind of, uh, kind of refreshing to see all the players who are coming out in favor of true unhindered, unpoliticized, anything-goes PvP with warships. Actually, many people disagree with that. The you only mistake, mistake was the amount of currencies. The currencies, they are challenging. I don't disagree. But, you know, Ripper, welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here. We're, we've only got about five minutes, and I want to wrap up. Ripper made a good comment to me the other day, and, and maybe we can spend five minutes talking about this. Ripper, your comment was when we were taking the feedback, because that was overwhelming feedback. A lot of the community said, hey, wow, how many currencies did we need to introduce here? There's two arguments that I had to that in a meeting that I was in with Ripper, and it felt like Ripper and I were on the same page. There were two arguments that I had. One was that the puzzle of this, of this, uh, of this expansion with the particles, the species, the warp paths, okay, this is a puzzle, and to solve the puzzle, you need to have all the pieces and to to be the alliance that comes out with the most valuable territory, for example, needs to be the alliance who's working with all the information and is in the best position to hold all the different uh, puzzle pieces, okay? Which is not only the territories and their service buffs, but also the species particles, all right? So there was that. But then there was Ripper's position, which uh, if you want to share, you can, uh, or I can say it, but Ripper's position was, hey, uh, if I am being asked to spend or earn or mine or otherwise obtain materials and then turn around and use them in the arc, I'm okay that it's not something that's already in short supply. I am happy, Ripper says, that I don't have to use three-star uncommon crystal, for example. You know, Ripper, uh, I know that you have taken some of this feedback. Um, what is it about the currencies that you like and dislike? And, and if there is a way to reduce the currencies, how do you do it? Ripper's Ripper, oh, there, there you are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there is an answer to be fair with you. Okay. And th that's what I'm asking the community. If you're saying there's too many currencies, how do you solve it with this expansion? <laughs> The illusion of adding more currencies actually deters you from actually mining three-star. Therefore, they are taking it away. And I don't know why people don't see that. I haven't been mining three-star to begin with. Yeah, so. I, I fundamentally disagree on that note because a lot of people have millions of raw in the bank. I, I mean, I've made, I'm, not, I'm not shortening my three-star uncommon crystal supply just because I'm spending less time mining crystal. I got millions of raw. You know what I'm saying? Now, listen, some people are not in the same boat, 
understandably. You know, but and you just started mining isogen. Eventually, if you keep mining isogen, it will deter how much you're mining of the other resource. It'll eventually catch up to you. See, maybe it, not now, but later on it will. May, that's probably mathematically true. However, I am still doing my dailies, Wham. I still knock out, you know, I mean, I'm triple lock at 10 million. I'm not progressing uh, with my reputation right now. So I'm still doing all three sets of faction dailies every day. I'm mining 25,000 of each uh, every day. And, and now having a tier three, sorry, Snake Eyes, having a tier three zone actually makes that easier because I showed you my screenshot. I am mining G3 or uh, three star raw ore at a rate of 49,000 an hour. I'm getting my I'm getting my Romulan daily done in 25 minutes. You know? Yeah, and then you just like move your miner to an isogen node and then if take I it off whenever well, if I want to do that. If I want to do that. Much of a problem. I mean if they introduce like 15 more currencies that may get an issue, but right now I don't see one. Yeah, I mean with this particular one, I, listen. I don't disagree. If you if you fundamentally stop spending time mining three star raw crystal, then yes, ultimately you're going to get less crystal in the long run. But there's still ways to balance it out. Okay. Uh, plus, Starbase says the speed at which you're collecting isogen is fast. Plus, you're not necessarily having to mine it like Wham is doing. He's not mining it. He's stealing it. And there are armadas that are paying it out too. So mining is not at the central front of this event. Okay, uh, I want to be very clear about that. But the currencies, I feel, are complicated, agreed, but I also think necessary for this event to be as beautifully complex as it is. You know, and I do agree that it's beautifully complex, but it is it is complex. But but we would if we were bored with it, we wouldn't like it. All right. If it were boring, folks, we wouldn't like it. Well, I like it complicated. Consider. I don't want to have to spend uncommon crystal to do all this new stuff agreed yeah you don't have to that's the point there you go all right i can continue saving the crystal for my warship or my sally or my d4 or my faction miner all right i can continue to dedicate those materials to my pre-existing research and warships without having to spend that on a new expansion therefore actually legitimately slowing me down with my faction miners and ships all right. So as long as you can maintain your two max poles for the day every nine hours or whatever it is, then yes. Do you it's do? Okay. Do you do the seventy five thousand? Can't do that. You do seventy five thousand? I I don't do max. I try to. Do you really? Wow. Yeah. That's I ballsy. Get a better payout for that. I've done the math and kept it in my Excel spreadsheet for it. Oof. That's uh, that's. I, mean, yeah, I feel yeah, like it's a lot of waste. Except for gas, because I have a problem with gas. But for crystal and ore, yes, I do uh, two max payouts every day. Oh, see, now I, I haven't been. I've been doing the mid ones. Because I, I, that, that only cost me 24000 and I'm mining that. You know what I'm saying? I'm mining twenty five a day, so I do that. I haven't. Ooh, man, you're spending 150 a day? Dang, boy. Whew. Yeah. Well, I play a lot. I'm retired, remember? That's right. Yeah, Big Country has a point. He says, I mine most of Wham's for him. <laughs> that may that may or may not be true. Yeah, he's been very good about that. Yeah. <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a couple of reliable sources, right? <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, wow, Data System's doing the same thing. He says, I do two max payouts. Goodness gracious, that's a lot. I, I, I can't do that much. Of course, I hate mining, so I hate mining. Yeah, I don't mine. I just buy it with faction credits. That's even worse, Ripper. You're buying raw. Oh, You're buying raw with faction. Ripper already. Last, Ripper. Uh, last podcast. 
I do. What? That's a terrible investment. You're buying raw with faction credits? Yeah, I do. Oh, I have been for the past eight months. <laughs> Good night in heaven. All right. With that. I already have like most of my officers maxed or close to max and have enough credits to max them if I get enough shots. And I already have all of G3 epics. Ripper, <laughs> this is a game about teaching players how to be most efficient. So with that, I've got to cut you off. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good. Ripper, every every month there'll be new officers. At least that's the uh, new genre of this uh, game. So you constantly want to keep saving those shards to open purchase them when you can. I mean, right? Yeah, we've got not what six. Yeah, I have half a million of each, so fine. We'll take a while. Wait, you have half a million faction credits? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Uh, uh, officer shards. Yeah. No, no. Faction credits. You have half a million faction credits. Yes. That's a lot. That's a ton. How'd you if you're spending it on raw, how did you get that many? I don't know, it just keeps going up. <laughs> it just keeps going up. Just keeps Officer Packs, Officer Packs. Officer Officer Packs, officer packs I guess. Goodness gracious, man. Half that's insane. I mean, and you and all your officers are maxed. Well, not the epic ones, but all the all the rare ones are maxed. No, so only the ones that cost the most amount of faction credits. No, what? I don't have enough shots for the epic ones yet. I, I my mind is blown. I, we got to move on. Let's play a game, everybody. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand either, guys. I mean, Ripper, we're gonna have to talk about this. I need your, I need your strategy. I want a half a million faction credits. I need to figure out what you're doing that I'm not doing, and I need to start doing that. Yeah, Big Country says lots of ways to play the game. Ripper is gonna end up teaching all of us. All right, folks, welcome into the show. It's time to play Talking Treks Fast Money, where we're gonna hook somebody up with some Sport Drive components. And uh, did we ever get this thing working? <laughs> did, did any? I don't know if it's actually working. All right. Scaly can't play because Scaly was just picked last week. That's why I think it's not working. Let me try again. Yeah, it's not working. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to be fun. <laughs> I did a count earlier. There's about 138 people. About doesn't work. Well, we do have ourselves a winner. After much counting, after much editing, we've got ourselves a winner. Savang is our player, uh, is our winner. Savang, congratulations to you. All right, Savang is going to be playing in text with us today. He also already chose his partner. Dirty Snowman will be his partner. Dirty Snowman is already in the soundproof booth. Say goodbye to Dirty Snowman, everybody. He's in the soundproof booth and uh, cannot, cannot come on back out to hear the answers. All right, now we've got Savang here. Let me give you the official rules here, Savang. You're a new player, it sounds like. I don't recognize your name. So let me read you the rules here real quick just to make sure you understand how you're playing. We've had two losses, two shows in a row, which means our jackpot of Spore Drive components is now up to 550 Spore Drive components for not only you, but for your partner as well. The only rule is 
well, not the only rule, but the objective is to score 200 points in Talking Trek's Fast Money. Let's get to it. All right. We have surveyed 100 people. The top five answers are on the board for each of these questions. I'm going to start a 45-second timer for you. I'm going to start a 45-second timer after I finish reading the first question. You have 45 seconds because you're playing in text. Your partner will have 30 seconds because he's playing in voice. All right? And uh, the top answers will get you the points. You need 200 points to win 550 Sport Drive components each. Savang, are you ready to play? Respond to me in your private window. He says yes. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. What might somebody do while driving that would make you think they're probably arrogant? <laughs> That's a terrible question. What might somebody do while driving that makes you think they're probably arrogant? Name a punishment that may uh, name a punishment that a misbehaving kid might get at school. A punishment that a misbehaving kid would get at school. Name a way that you wish your life was more like your cat. <laughs> Questions today. Name a way that you wish your life was more like your cat. Where might you be if you're sitting in a cramped spot for a long time? Where might you be if you're sitting in a cramped spot for a long time? Name an animal that you see more of in the city. An animal you see more of in the city. All right, very good. Plenty of time to spare. Very nicely done, Savang. Uh, cool. Under pressure, he is here. All right. Let's check out your answers. Savang says, whoo, sweating over here. Let's check your answers here, okay? What might somebody do while driving that makes you think that they could be arrogant? You said uh, talking on their cell phone. Talking on their cell phone. Let's check the survey. Is it on the board? It is on the board. Very good. For seven points. You're on the board with seven points. Name a punishment that a misbehaving kid at school might get. You said no recess. No recess. Survey says it is on the board, but only three points. Only three points, but it is on the board. Name a way that you wish your life was more like your cat's. You said more naps. More naps. Survey says... Very good. And the number one answer were 38 points. So very good on that one. Nicely done. Where might you be if you're sitting in a cramped spot for a long time? You said in an airplane. In an airplane. Survey says. Very good. An airplane's on the board for 30 points. Nicely done. And you said name an animal that you see more of in the city. You said a dog. Survey says. Not on the board. No dogs on the board for animals that we're seeing in the city. Nicely done, though. You you did you got a couple of good answers there. Okay, nicely done. Hey, let's see. We need to bring um, we need to bring Snowman back in. So let's do that now. Dirty Snowman, welcome back to the show. Dirty Snowman, welcome in. Appreciate you. Thank you for sitting in our soundproof booth. All right, Dirty Snowman. Are you ready to play? You said you were going to play in voice. Is that right? Correct. All right. Dirty Snowman's going to play in voice. Let's get ready to play the feud. All right. Snowman, here's where you're at. Your partner got 78 points. 78 points, which means you need 122. That's not terrible, but it ain't super wonderful either. You got a little bit of pressure on you. 550 Spore Drive components are up for grabs if you can get the 122 points needed. You got 30 seconds on the clock. I'll begin reading or begin the timer after I finish reading the, the uh, first question. Are you ready to play? Ready. 
<laughs> Snowman's like, yes, and everyone else in my house. They're all listening, Ryan Seacrest. Here we go. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. What might somebody do while driving that would make you think that they're probably arrogant? Texas. Uh, guess again. Calling. Uh, guess again. Take the phone out of the equation. Sightseeing. What did you say? Sightseeing. Sight sightseeing? Wow. You asshole. How dare you sightsee? That's terrible. You're a terrible... Okay, I'm kidding. We'll move on. Uh, I'm giving you time. Name a, <laughs> name a punishment that a misbehaving kid might get at school. Time out. Name a way that you wish your life was more like your cat's life. Sleep all day. No, nope, guess again. No job. Where might you be if you're sitting in a cramped spot for a long time? Airplane. Uh, guess again. I'm not wasting train. your time. All right, a train. Good. Name an animal that you see more of in the city. I'm going to let him answer this because I did waste his time. Name an animal you might see more of in the city. Pigeon. A pigeon. Okay, very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's check his <laughs> that, was, that was a very weird series of questions. Let's check his answers here and see if we can get to the 122 points. I didn't waste his time. I gave him plenty of time. I gave him more time than I was supposed to because I was wasting his time. Okay, um, was something that somebody do my driving uh, while they're driving that makes you think that there could be arrogant? You said sightseeing. Sightseeing. Uh, survey says... No, uh, that was not a, an answer on the board. Name a punishment that a behaving kid might get at school. Uh, you said, um, what did you say? You said uh, time out. Time out. Time out. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, time out. I'm going to give that one to you. Time out would be standing in the corner, right? I think that's an appropriate one. Time out is standing in the corner. I'm going to give you that. That is 26 points. Very good. Name a way that you wish your life was more like your cats. You said uh, no job, I think is what you said, right? Is that what you said? It was no job? Yep. No job. Survey says good for 15 points. Very good. Where might you be if you're sitting in a cramped spot for a long time? You said a train. Survey says... Train is on the board for five points. Very good. Uh, train is on the board for five points. So we're coming up on this very last one. Very last one. Uh, truck and Chick, how many points do we have up to this point? We only have 124 points. We need 76 on this last one. Ooh, that does not bode well. Let's check it out. Name an animal that you see more of in the city. He said a pigeon. Survey says, show, show me 76 points, survey. 76 points. Ah, no, it is not 76 points. The pot continues to grow, everybody. Here, I'll give you the number one answer. Thank you, Snowman, for playing. Don't worry, you and uh, Savang are not going home empty-handed. You get 100 Sport Drive components each, so we'll give you a little something to help you out, okay? 100 Sport Drive components each to bump you up there a little bit. Let's check the number one answers all the way across the board. What might somebody do while driving that makes you think they could be arrogant? The number one answer was speed. Number one answer was speed. Name a punishment that a misbehaving kid might get at school. The number one answer was detention. Detention was the number one answer. Name a way that you wish your life was more like your cats. Of course, sleeping all day was the number one answer. Where might you be sitting in a cramped spot for a long time? Guys, a car. 
was the number one answer. And finally, name an animal that you see more of in the city. The number one answer was a cat. A cat, ladies and gentlemen. Cats everywhere. Alley cats, garbage cats. Cats everywhere. Talking Treks Battleship, or Battleship. Talking Treks Fast Money will return again next week where the pot has just grown to 700 Sport Drive components for each player. You can come back uh, on the Wednesday show and have an opportunity to win 700 Sport Drive components right here on Talking Trek Live. Yes. Very good. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for being here. 700. Can you believe that pot? It's going to be a nice big old jackpot on the next one. All right, folks. Last-minute questions, thoughts, concerns before we get ready to wrap up here today. Anybody have anything? that uh that we should talk about uh i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up with that guys thank you so very much for being here i appreciate everyone who took time out of their day to be here i know it's so scopely it's so ironic that i represent scopely yet i am here uh doing the same technological crap <laughs> i know i listen, i do have a backup recorder everything is fine everything is redundant in this studio we're good to go we are cooking with gas ladies and gentlemen thank you all for being here my name is ultimate djs appreciate very much you being here to enjoy the show with us here today if you have any questions please be sure to pm those to us go on over and visit our website okay that'll get you a lot of information about where you can find additional information that's talking track stfc.online it's going to have links to our youtube channel it'll have a link to our discord channel it'll have a link to uh, our amazon store if you want to buy and uh, support the show uh, has links to our patron support channel thank you guys for doing everything that you do to support the channel i appreciate it very very much guys we've got some good stuff over on youtube make sure and go check that out youtube is cooking youtube is cooking with lots of good content and videos ways for you guys to make your alliances better during Discovery Arc 3 Territory Capture. If you appreciate the show and you feel so moved to support the show financially, then please visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online where you can join our patron program. For as little as a dollar a month, you can join the patron program and support this show. Uh, $5 and higher, you get to be a gold patron. means you get a special color here on our Discord, and we're going to read your names like we're going to do right now, and we're going to say thank you to all of the gold sponsors here of Talking Trek. Gregor, Ska, Venkman, and I Beglin, thank you. Big Country, Trash Panda, Doom, Hank, Chucks the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, and Hi I Bombed. You guys all... Uh, gold sponsors of the show, and I thank you so very much. Thorn, Virtual Army, Jaybird, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC and Jetski, Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Rexnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, and Maztec. Thank you guys so very much for being gold supporters of this show at a level of $5 or higher per month. It means a great deal to me. And let's me keep the lights on, all right? Thank you guys so very much for everything that you guys do. Please be sure to visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded live in front of a studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Love you, mean it. See you on Wednesday. Bye-bye.